Spider-Man trailer! What if the Avengers died? Candyman blows my mind! All that in the episode. Brian, hit that music! Let's do this! in the heart of Uptown Whittier, Keeping Up With The Nerds presents Issue 61. Two. 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 <laughs> That's what I said. My name is Nick Valero. This is Brian Brennan Renee. And welcome to the show. What a great no way one, to open this episode. No one knew that. No one saw it. We can no fix one. it in post. We won't fix it in post. <laughs> I have to fix it in post. You're not going to fix it in post. How are you going to no, fix that not. in post? He slurred it in between. That's like, true. One, two. <laughs> one, two, three, four. Right. <laughs> just, just call me the count, you know? <laughs> a one, a two. <laughs> Don't do that. I was going to say. So as I was recording, a little fun fact. So we actually started posting highlight reels of our podcast yes. on TikTok. So Thank you, you again, not, Brian. Yeah, no, it's all good. Brian, I loved. Brian just wanted to record whenever we mess up. And then <laughs> post it on the and like highlight it and just highlight when we mess up. I mean, it was that one line where he was like, "I'll find him naked." That like that cracked me. <laughs> it up. was honestly the that was the highlight of the podcast, honestly. <laughs> because I honestly I was watching that clip and I'm like, "What else did we talk about?" And I'm thinking in my head, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, no, we we, we talked about free, free guy. guy. Yeah, yeah that was it was great. So Talking about free guy and how I'm gonna yeah. fight people naked." <laughs> Which is a legitimate strategy. You guys should try it. It is a strategy. It's like a legitimate one. It's it's actually an old. Uh, I think I think that was like an old medieval. Or was it medieval? Or like, <laughs> are you sure you're not BSing? This? No, I swear to God. Like, no, I know you're. I know you're. I know it's true because I've read about this yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. psychologically, if you were to see something that's like, if you see a group so of men running at you naked, like Euro <laughs> trip status. No, 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 no. Like running at you naked uh-huh. with like axes. Oh, God. Well, how terrified would you That's be? That's <laughs> super scary, you know? Like, they have nothing to lose. Yeah. They're like, I don't care. <laughs> they're, they're like, shame is just out the window, and then it's just like, bam. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, when you get a chance... Uh, when you get a chance, look it up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no! What no! website should I look that up? <laughs> and I, killed I feel like... Look I'm gonna, that's get, a trap. I was gonna say. That's what we in the industry call the blue waffle. That's, oh. like, that's our generation. There's another one five, where... Five minutes in and I almost made him look up porn. <laughs> <laughs> There's... Men running naked. I saw, a, I saw a TikTok where, it sh- where you look up animal zoo... Right and the images and it's it's actually pretty gross. Oh yeah, no, don't. So, yeah, there's so, certain things you just shouldn't look up in the internet. So really, so really quick, and it, I I ended up getting, a, I I was one of the foolish. Oh no, that uh, got a key. I got a Disney key. Oh, oh that's, that's right. right. That was that came out key. this week. Yeah, right? magic key. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. magical keys. So I got out of work at six o'clock. Yeah, got home by six thirty, and got online and got in the queue. Did not, was not able to purchase my key until 1245 at night. So you mean to tell Dang. me that people, like you still, can you still purchase the keys? Yeah, you can still you purchase can. The keys. It's just so people then, were get. I I don't know, but. The, the queue is still long though. It's yeah. still a really long queue. It's like almost like a three to four hour queue still. 
See, I, I'm not. See, the thing is, is that I know that my girlfriend's gonna get her key, but I'm gonna get mine after um, I go to Disneyland, which is, will be October 15th. So my question is, if that many people, unless these are fake cues, no, no. The thing is, is no, that I, I did hear though, is if you get it within this month or next month, it's because you're getting a deal. You're, it's it's lower. They lowered the price for this it's specific. Super, it's yeah. super low. It's like super it's, low it's right dirt, now. Dirt cheap. And it's only it's gonna last until maybe September. And then after that, you have to pay like the price that they're going to be asking, which is I think it's like twenty bucks more. Twenty bucks so, more. Ooh. Well, no, some people, ooh. Are, I mean, that, but that does add up. It does add up. It does yeah. add up. But what I mean is like, because this is the way I see it, is like if it, if the queue is that long for these passes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, could you imagine how difficult it is going to be to like reserve? Like, imagine paying. Because here's the thing: when I used to have the um, the, pa- the, the annual pass, huh? my, my, all my reservations are open right now. Yeah, he showed me. Are the they all open? Yeah, dude. The, okay, for so the that's next two fine. months, he's golden. Because, <laughs> like, like, that's, like until December, I'm I'm yeah. solid. Because mm. I remember when I had the pass, when my fiance and I had him, like we would be able to go to Disneyland like every weekend. Like we were mm. there pretty much like every other weekend, right. uh, three four times a month. And that's the thing that I would, I'm thinking about is like if you are spending over a grand at Disney, you know, might as well go as much as possible. Oh yeah, like, yeah. you know. Know, that's like that's your destination to go to mm-hmm. even if it's just to kind of like walk around for a bit right yeah. like you spend two three hours there you ride yeah. a ride and you go home you go yeah. yeah that's the thing and a lot of people do that my you know my girlfriend does that she where she gets her passes and then she was just take her time yeah exactly yeah, to, but it, to do stuff but it's really cool too because you can just go and do things like i've always wanted to go i, I haven't been to avengers campus yet like mm-hmm. i want to go to oh, I, I really here. i really want to go to that avengers and, campus. and rise of resistance you, you I haven't, haven't been, been on. Oh, that's right. You haven't been on Resonance. I've been on Resonance. Did I ever tell you the story about Rise and how? I don't it think you freaked ever, me out. You know what? I'm trying to remember if you ever told us. You, you didn't really no. talk about no. your Disney trip. You just oh. kind of. You just kind of went like I went to Disneyland and then we moved on. So I've never been to uh, Batu. So that was a life changing experience. For Wasn't me. it cool? It's I think the best highlight. The, the 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 highlight for me was that it's so well done. You forget you're in Anaheim, California. You do oh, really, yeah. yeah because really do. Oh, wow. I get it. You know, it, like you could still hear. You know, certain it, it, Disney is so secluded that no matter where you go, you can't hear like outside noises, like no, no cars, no nothing. Like mm-hmm. I understand that, right? But what's so great about Batu is that the moment you get in there, because you've never been, right? I've never been. No, he's gonna go on the, the moment you go in. That. Pay attention to the amount of detail in the noise and atmosphere. You yeah. can't hear a single bird. You mm-hmm. can't hear the cars, even if even though the freeway is like and, right next to the, yeah, the place. And, and also like the smells too. Yeah, like you because you because think about it like this: you have Frontierland that's like literally right next to you, and then you also have Fantasyland, mm-hmm. like right next to you. Um, you could not tell that both of those like lands are right next to you. No. And like not at all. And then not only that, but also once you're inside, you're completely immersed. Cause what they did geniusly is the ramp that goes down into Batu, it it like it's lower and then they built like high walls. So when you look around, you can kind of you fall into the illusion of I'm just here. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this is this is all there is and everything like that. And you can go like kind of around the area. And it's sick. It's really, really cool. Also, yeah. pick up some blue milk when you're there. I, oh, definitely. I, didn't, I didn't get the chance to do yeah, that. I just did the lightsaber. Yeah, I did the lightsaber and I went to Rise. But for me, the atmosphere. But two is you my favorite. Did you get a chance to fly the Falcon? I did. Yeah, oh, I saw him. Dude, so I saw. I, th- I think it was either it was um, Andy that recorded it or it was 
one of your friends. I think it was your it might have been Sarah. Sarah yeah. And she recorded. I heard Brian in the background. Punch it, Chewie! He's uh, he's just yelling. Go, come on, guys! Hey, come on! I'm just like, yep, that sounds like Brian would. <laughs> yep, I'm like, yep, I'm not shocked that Brian's yelling the, at everyone. <laughs> like, the, the, the first the first time I ever rode uh, sm- Smuggler's Run, I sat next to this one to this like little girl. And she was she was my co-pilot, <laughs> and I w- and then as soon as I got into the it's okay, I, so, sweetie. You I, don't you know we can hit the bunch of stuff. It's fine. It's yeah. just the ride. Me I, inside, dude. No, I, I honestly I thought it, I was it was a little messed up because I went for my birthday. Uh, that was my first time ever going to. Why'd you say it's messed up? Well, let him I'm talk get, about. It. I'm about to get there. <laughs> uh, so this family, so it's only me and my ex that went, went. Went. So we got partnered up with this like small family of four. Oh yeah. And the small family of four, uh, the dad who um, was in a wheelchair, what he got the pilot seat, and then I asked him, "Hey, it's my birthday. Can I pilot the ship?" Oh. And he's like, "All right." But my daughter, can my daughter still co-pilot? Yeah. And I'm like, sure, she can be my chewy. Let's do it. And then, <laughs> and like, he was like, all right, cool. So then we went to the front, and as we were like, as we were like setting up, like mm-hmm. I was really excited. I, I was stepping into the Falcon, like almost brought a tear to my eye. Like it was just it's so, so good. It's Is like it? the, the it's amount so of the good. amount of detail mm-hmm. in the Falcon, like the cockpit, mm-hmm. is amazing. And then also, if you watch the. Um, Watch the new documentary that's there about it. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting on their idea on how they did it because it's like, so imagine Star Tours, mm-hmm. but you know how Star Tours, it has the two, the open railing yeah. where it's like one door, another door, and then people basically just walk through. You're funneling through. It's basically shuffling cattle. Um, in this one, it's literally a, uh, what was it? It's like a pie. Okay. So there's like, so there's six cars in one wheel. So as soon as you get into the Falcon, without as it moves slowly, mm-hmm. as soon as the doors close, it then moves and then it goes to another cockpit so another group of people can come in. Mm-hmm. But it then dumps you out on the other side. So when you get out, there's nobody waiting for you. So it feels like you're the only people riding the Falcon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like, oh, people are like in a wait list, mm-hmm. like people are there. Not only that, but also while you're waiting for the line like to get into your cockpit, you're waiting inside of the galley. Of the of the Falcon, yeah, You're, you can sit oh, at wow. like the back. You can sit at the at the uh, at the tables. You can sit at everything like that. You can play with the buttons. That's awesome. So wow. to not spoil Rise for you, because yeah. Rise for me, that's what they did. Is like I knew the I knew what Rise looked like. Rise was sick. But they think like like the Falcon. If you think the Falcon is good, mm-hmm. Rise is ten times better in it terms is. of the queue. I'm not going to tell you about the queue. Mm-hmm. That's for your own experience okay. to go through. Do you want me to tell you it's my freak out in the ride, it's, it's though? Own, it's huh? ride. Do you want me to tell you the freak out in the ride? I had the cut up portion because there was a bit of a uh, a mishap. That ha- yeah, yeah, someone tells me that happens from yeah, time so to time. Yeah, they so cut the, they cut my scene short, mm. but there is a small portion that had me freak out just a little bit. So Mandy told, not told me, but she mentioned there is some point there's like a drop. Okay, so you know about that. I know a, dr- yes. I know, I know about so, a drop. I don't know I, the details. Of I that. didn't know about that. Okay, so do you want me to tell you a story? Well, tell me your your. Don't tell me what happened exactly. Just tell me your emotions through it. So <laughs> the entire trip was like for me, like I was just excited to mm-hmm. be immersed and be in an actual like Star Destroyer. That yeah. for me was like yeah. great. That was right. Awesome. So mm-hmm. I. Why are you? What are you doing? 
What do you mean, what am I doing? He, said, he literally just <laughs> said, don't tell me anything. No, that's not. I mean, you're yeah, in you it. You're, you know. Said. You know. The, the, the freaking photos, like, tell you where you're at, <laughs> where the freaking stormtroopers are at. Like, you've seen it. Yeah. But, I, like, every aspect and all the details were freaking fantastic. Mm -hmm. The drop part, they didn't tell me. Mm. So they didn't tell anybody. They it's no. Like, it's not like there they was a person in the front me. going like, "There's a drop." No, the they <laughs> didn't tell me, and I don't do well with drops. I don't. I've never ridden the Guardians, mm -hmm. the tower. What? I can't do drops. I can't do anticipation. Dude, Roller coasters those. kill me. So we're in that part, and in my head, I wish I could tell you more details about it. Mm -hmm. But in my head, the scene that was in front of me didn't click what was going on. Like mm -hmm. I didn't click. I didn't, it didn't, you know what I'm talking about. It didn't click with what, what's going on. Yeah. And I started to see the scene transition mm -hmm. and I look at my buddy cause they split our group up. So it was me and my buddy, John mm -hmm. and like the scene probably lasts like five seconds, two seconds in, I look over, I'm like, are we going to drop? We're gonna drop. We're gonna drop. And then bam, it hit me. And I just remember, ah, just a giant That's scream funny. came out of me. And I held on uh -huh. for like dear life. I yeah. didn't even realize what was going on. Mm -hmm. He was cracking up. We get out of the ride. He was dying. He's like, I didn't want to tell you a single thing because I wanted to see your honest to God uh, reaction. Awesome, yeah. But I didn't care that the drop, the drop wasn't that bad, but I didn't care no, yeah. because it was so it just immersive. Happened, yeah. It was so great. It, it's so immersive. And honestly, it follows a really dope story. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting. I can't wait till you ride it mm -hmm. because I have to admit if Disney intends on making all their future rides like Rise of the Resistance, mm -hmm. They're gonna make a lot of money. Oh mm. yeah, rises a rises. Rise it rises definitely an experimental thing, and yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be really sick. Afterwards. I want to try and break one of the cast members. You, uh, you can don't <laughs> just don't. <laughs> and the only reason I tell you why don't they get in trouble? No, it's not no. that they get in trouble. It's that a lot of the cast members there really love their job, mm. and I know that to get into it from my own personal experiences, mm -hmm. to get into the actual like land to work at. They have to enter. It's a hard interview process because mm -hmm. you really have to know your knowledge. You really have mm -hmm. to show really? character. Yeah. When I did my interview, because I tried getting into it, I didn't get it because I was tardy a lot at the time. So that was like the only thing they said, like, oh, your interview was fine. Um, it was just because you were too much like you were late too often that we didn't allow you to like get into it. Too and I think I broke one of my interviewers because the question, the final question they asked me was, what's the what's the fastest starship, the USS Enterprise or the Millennium Falcon? Falcon. I said the Enterprise. <laughs> Because warp speed's faster than light speed. Warp. Parsecs. But warp speed. Parsecs. I'm not going to argue with you. So I said, say, the, yeah. I said the Enterprise, and I remember the guy was like, well, okay then. And I'm like, I don't know. What do you want me to tell me? Like, yeah. I, I like, I love both franchises. I'm not going to lie, you know? Mm -hmm. Because they're looking for you to say Falcon. Okay, I'm sorry. The Falcon. Sorry. I don't suck up that way. <laughs> You wonder why you didn't get it. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But no, yeah, the, a lot of the cast members there, are, but, like okay. honestly, yeah, got like so, really into it. So I'm, I'm, ex I'm excited to finally have my, my pass back. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. I'm gonna meet up Renee and his girlfriend when they go. Yeah. Uh, I'm eventually gonna build my lightsaber and stuff like that. So it's yeah. and we can all show up with our lightsabers. Yeah. Oh my god, we can we can cross swords. It's gonna be great. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it there. Can we move on to the topics of the yeah, podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So the first thing I wanted to talk about, uh, Brian, you didn't see it, but no, just, I'm out. Here. You didn't. You didn't see it, yeah. but I enjoyed the heck out of it. I saw it last night. Same here. Renee saw it last night. We saw it an hour apart from each other. Yeah. Candyman. 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 Candyman is awesome. 
It's such. So, it's a. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 done with such respect and love for the original movie mm-hmm. that it's almost impossible if you are a Candyman fan. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alerts. No, actually, I'm not. I wasn't going to spoil. No, it. no oh, I thought you guys were going. No, I thought you guys wanted to spoiler. It just came out. So. It literally because yeah. last night was literally the premiere. Yeah. Last night was the. I completely forgot it was. Yeah, but this out. podcast issue releases on Wednesday. I mean, we can we can talk about it if you mm-hmm. want. Yeah. yeah. Uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler right. alert! So I enjoyed the main reason I enjoy this movie mm-hmm. is because I feel like uh, Jordan P. Uh, which are Jordan Peele? What he really did is he gave it that same kind of respect and nuance that uh, he did with like Get Out. Yeah. With uh, uh all with, with all of his like recent horror films. And he really did kind of bring it back to what the original film was about. This is a tra- This is a sequel to the original, right? It's a sequel mm-hmm. to the original movie. How did the original end? The original ends with the main character uh, Helen Like or yeah. Lynn. Lynn or? Helen Lynn, I think. Yeah, it's I'm Helen, gonna look it up. I'm gonna yeah, pull it up right now. It's, it's Helen Lynn, and basically Candyman steals a uh, from. From the neighborhood, he steals one of the kids, and he tries to sacrifice him to become like his new vessel of, mm-hmm. of Candyman. Yeah, the new Candyman vessel. So what ends up happening is that he try and he kills all these people, and the cops think that Helen's the one that's doing it. Okay, they don't believe that because obviously, you know, no one's going to believe a paranormal no, story. Yeah, nobody's going to believe a paranormal story. Not only that, but also all these murders are always there. It always happens because he does it in front of her where he murders these people yeah. mm. and everything else. So the movie ends with uh, him trying to sacrifice this baby, her pulling, like jumping into the fire, into like this fire pit where he's thrown this yeah. baby and she pulls the baby out and her and Candyman fight to the death. How does Candyman look like anyways? Tony Todd. It's Tony Todd. Here, hold on. I'll pull up a... It's the- okay, so it's a sequel... To so it's set in like recent times because the original Candyman movie came out in 1992, so it's so it is 27 years later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's 27 years later. It was actually, and the idea of it is that so the idea of this movie is what what happens when you don't have this, to move it. Oh, yeah. That's Candyman, the actor at least. I mean, that's his out. He has like a hook for a hand and everything. Oh, so he just cool. looks like a normal person. Yeah, but he has a hook for a hand, and then like he, he feels he has like bees, bees. coming out. Oh, yeah. okay. So that's the whole persona. He, not of only him. that, but also he can only be seen through mirrors. Yes. Dope. Oh, yeah. So if you don't know, to to summon Candyman, you have to say it in the mirror, kind of like Bloody Mary, because that's where he takes the aspect from. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is uh, candy? You have to say Candyman in the reflection five times. Well, it takes it, it takes two it takes two urban legends yeah. and mixes them together. Mm-hmm. It's the which are the hooked man, which is the one where it's like uh, what was it the the teenagers uh, parked and the teenagers park and there's a guy with a hook for a hand, hand and he murders yeah. them and Bloody Mary and they combine the two together and they gave you Candyman. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is written by Clive Barker. Gotcha. Yes. So like the Hashling and Slasher. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, but the interesting thing is that because the first one was very nuanced. Mm-hmm. It had a lot of like uh, urban decay, the ghetto. It has a like it, it really does have this like uh, what was it like this interesting story. And mm-hmm. then once you start getting into like Candyman <clears throat> two, three, four, they become mostly slashers. Like they like it, it becomes more of like a Freddy Krueger movie. So this is a direct sequel to the first one. Very first one. It pretends mm-hmm. like the it, two, so three, far yeah. so far it pretends that two, three, and four do not exist. Yeah, yeah. which is good because. The first one was really good. This is the sequel that it needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the idea of the movie is that that child 
who was supposed to be sacrificed to Candyman, uh, grows up and then comes back. Comes back to the same town. Comes back to the same town and neighborhood. Mm -hmm. City, yeah. And he ends up getting involved with Candy. He gets introduced to the Candyman story again. Okay. And basically Candyman starts like latching into him. And you then find out that he isn't the only Candyman. Candyman has been it's centuries old. There's always been a Candyman. Yeah. From different people have become Candyman. And yeah. it's all from... Um, Social injustice. Yeah, basically. They were all... Yeah, they were all... Of course, Jordan Peele. Social yeah. injustice. Well, yeah. it, but that's the thing, too. What I like about it is that it doesn't make it... It doesn't make it, like, preachy and shove it in your face. It makes it very relevant and the, it just makes it very organic as well. Too. Yeah, that's so, that's the one thing I can admire about Jordan Peele yeah. is that it's it's going to take uh, a message like that mm -hmm. and then yes. it integrates it in a story without making it sound like it's actually like the main thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, what is it? The Purge kind of like that's, that's the thing I didn't like about The Purge. Is that it? Really, kind of like yeah. latching moving it, forward from the movie. Yeah, like yeah, every it, sequel. Yeah, yeah. Every it like tried to. It had a good idea in terms of that, yeah. and it was a really good concept. But then, as we progressed more and more into it, it felt like lazy writing. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel like it really tried to integrate yeah. the idea. I mean, even we more. see that in the trailer for the first, the for the Forever Purge. That already came out, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it just but that trailer alone just was so bad. Yeah, you know, the, it it didn't entice me to like watch it. Not at all. But this one, I really enjoyed the the other reason in which was really really interesting because the the story of the Candyman that uh the main character gets uh introduced to is based off of this so there's this guy in a neighborhood mm. and he's been and he you know he's missing his arm so he does have a prosthetic uh he has a prosthetic hook mm -hmm. and uh he, he worked at a candy factory yeah he worked at a candy factory so he would walk around the neighborhood and he would hand children candy Okay. Yeah. One just day, free candy. Yeah. yeah, just free candy, and he would give Not it to weird the kids. at all. <laughs> well, yeah, it's pretty weird. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. so anyway, what what happened was that there was one day where in the neighborhood, uh, a Caucasian kid bit into a piece of candy, and there was a razor blade inside it. Do you see that in the movie? No. No. You it's just oh, that's, like, that's that's that that was dude. like basically like you do see a can you do see a razor blade in a candy in, in candy yeah and it does cut one of the one of the characters like fingers. And it's kind of like a showing that mm -hmm. that person was there. But the idea was is that the the, the first person that the cops thought was that guy. Yeah. And he had been and like he had been hiding out and then he saw a kid and he tried to offer him candy again. And the kid basically ratted him out and the cops went down, didn't ask him any questions and beat him to death. Yeah. And that's what kind of transformed him into and, the candy man. And then a week after that guy died, there was still candy being handed out with razor blades. So it wasn't him after all. He was innocent. He was innocent. Okay. So the yeah. idea is always that he's that the Candymen are accused of a crime they haven't done, and then persecuted for it without mm -hmm. any like without any courts, without anything like that. Yeah, no trial. No, yeah. no trial. Just immediately executed. All right. So now to kind of progress the topic a little bit forward, I don't want the ending to be spoiled because that ending is really good. I don't want yeah. to. Yeah. You can tell me afterwards because I'm probably not going to watch it in theaters. I'll watch it later. But yeah, well, yeah. The like I th I think yeah, okay. better analysis uh, and questions to you guys since you guys were the ones that saw it. In terms of Jordan Peele movies, how does this rank amongst like you know us? Get out. It's definitely up there. Not only that, but also the cinema. the The actual director is the director for the Marvels. Mm -hmm. The the sequel to Captain Marvel two. She's the Marvels. Yeah. Which are uh, the, the Marvels? Marvels or Eternals? 
no, the Marvels. The Marvels. The that's Captain, right. Because that's the new. Yeah, that's the new. That's, logo. The, new, that's the new title for the Captain Marvels too. Uh, that director directed Candyman, mm-hmm. and she knows how to use a camera. Does she? Like, who else, what else has she done? I'll click her right now. Yeah, but she knows how to. She really. Her name's knows. Nia De De Costa. Yes, uh-huh. Nia De Costa. She has done. Uh, a little a movie called Little Woods. Oh, so she's done just indie stuff. So, so it's on. a lot of in, it's a lot so of. So she only's done seven movies, and she's only done a movie called she's done a short called Night and Day, a movie called uh, Little Woods. She's directed two episodes of a show called Top Boy, did Candy Candyman, and then she's doing. She the just Marvels. got announced for doing one called The Lincoln Conspiracy, and then she's filming right now The Marvels. That's interesting. And she has but, writing wise, but I have to say. The way that oh. she shot it, mm. not only that, but also just the way that they that she showed action, yeah, inside of that movie was so engaging and it was so intense, and you felt the dread that was happening inside of so it. So, did Jordan Peele produce this, not direct? He, he, he wrote, wrote it. it. He oh, wrote he it. wrote it. He co-wrote yeah. it. He wrote it, and he let her direct it because honestly, she has done like just not a lot of things and put a lot of faith in her. That's, that's interesting. That's really but cool. It's honestly, it, she did an amazing job. She did. Yeah. That movie is shot so beautifully. Oh, God, because the way there's a there's a there's an actual uh, there's a, there's a uh, a drone scene mm-hmm. where you where they used not like they actually like an actual drone scene, but like it's a scene that they used with a drone on a camera. Uh-huh. And it's such a cool scene because you know this woman's going to die, and it's a shot where you see. The, the main character and he's freaking out because he just saw himself as Candyman. And he freaks out and he sees the one that the, the art reviewer that was there. She, and he's in her house and he like freaks out, goes like, I gotta go. I gotta go. Mm-hmm. He runs out. Mind you, this woman has just said Candyman's name five times in a mirror. And as soon as he runs out, you immediately kind of like see it pan out. You don't really hear anything. You just hear the city mm-hmm. and you pan out from her city skyscraper and you just see her get levitated in the air, smack up against the window, and then just smeared across the, like uh, across the window and thrown as mm-hmm. like the as the camera like pulls, keeps panning out, yeah, like out out out, and then you see like the bustle like an actual you basically just see people living their lives above her mm-hmm. inside of all the other like glass windows, and it's kind of like this is just another day. What's also that's interesting. What's also really good again, uh, I mean, I I want to say that I love about it is that she when she's when they're telling a, a story that happened in the past, mm-hmm. backstory, they are doing these silhouette paper puppets. Yes. And it's just beautifully done, like detailed, but like the way I was like, I can just watch Candyman like this if I wanted to. It's those silhouette puppets, you know, they just put in the, you know, with like yeah. a, a sheet and everything. Uh, Super good. You know, what it, you know what it looks like? It looks like uh, when in Harry Potter, when they're explaining the Deathly Hallows. Right? Yeah. It looks like that, mm-hmm. but a lot cruder. So that is a that's a directorial decision to do yes. that kind of stuff. What I want to know is how much influence or how much control did Jordan Peele have in this movie? Because directors, if Jordan Peele wrote this or co-wrote this, mm-hmm. produced it, and then it was uh, what's her face's name that directed it. Mm-hmm. I want to know if Jordan Peele was the one that made the decisions in bringing in certain cinematographers and certain you know editors I, for this as well. Because usually it's the producers that say. You know, sometimes you'll get, you know, directors who say, I've worked with this cinematographer, you know, for a really long time and I want to bring him forward. If this if this uh, lady didn't even like, you know, hasn't done anything big, 
I don't know if she has any connections in terms of like, you know, oh, this is the cinematographer I work with a lot. I'm I'm sure that there was a lot of like... Unless it's one of Jordan Peele's people. So Jordan Peele did produce. He's not an executive producer. He is a producer. Can you... And also a writer. Can you see uh, the... Sorry to cut you off, Nick, mm-hmm. but uh, see the uh, if you can look it up before we move on. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll ask another question in the meantime as well. Who was the cinematographer for us, and who's the cinematographer for uh, Candyman? Because I think that'll kind of give us a hint on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, just, just look at the just look up Candyman's cinematographer, and then that'll show you whether mm-hmm. or not he worked on us. Yeah. Uh, next question that I have for you in terms of like progression into because I feel like a lot of Jordan Peele movies just don't like. They're one and done. They're they're kind of like this, a they were meant like for messages specifically. This, this movie could definitely become a franchise. That's what I wanted to ask. Yeah, it, sequels it, or it, not? It definitely could become a franchise. I looked at Renee after the ending, and especially because uh, you had like you should definitely watch if you're gonna watch it. What they did it so cleverly because at the very end of the movie, they ended up doing those shadow puppets during the credits, and they described every how every single Candyman up until now has was persecuted and then killed and like what their crime was. So you don't even realize that the credits are rolling. You don't even realize that you're like, you're sitting through the credits because you're so engaged with this like puppet art that just has music and no dialogue to it. And by the time it's over, the credits have been finished and the, and the lights turn on Mm -hmm. and it was, it's so engaging and so eerie and kind of creepy that by the end of it, you were like, Oh, I definitely see where this movie could go for a sequel. Does it, does it, should you want one? Honestly? Cause that's the thing is that Jordan Peele, here's my, here's the thing I love so much about Jordan Peele, uh, kind of like how he produces his movies. They're so well done that it's like, you don't, you almost don't want it to go again. Because right. these kind of like I, I don't want to call them masterpieces because I feel like everyone can consume right, right, media right. like that differently. A lot of these movies, it's like you can sit through it and be like, "That was a very fun ride. That was a very interesting ride." Right. Your brain processes things differently, but more often than not, you usually get these directors where they're like, "I don't want to see a second one of this because you probably can't reproduce what I felt here." In so, yeah. in, in okay. fairness, I think that you. If you were to make a sequel of this movie, it would be vastly different. Gotcha. It, it, it would not have the same feel to it. It wouldn't have anything like that. But you could do it. It would be really sick. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, like it, from the idea, and we'll tell we'll tell you the idea afterwards, uh, based off of the end credits uh, of what it was. It would be a really cool sequel. Did they need to do it? No. No. Because also mm-hmm. the way that it ends, it's kind of like oh, the legend continues. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's just kind of like another version of the legend. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you find? Uh, so actually, so it looks like he got, comp- um, didn't he didn't like resume or reuse the, any people. So it's a whole new group of people for compared to he did for us and to Candyman. Can you see the budget on Candyman? Uh, Sorry, I'm asking yeah. so many questions <laughs> here, but I kind of want to know because that's the interesting thing is I feel like Jordan Peele went from like making very, you know, not low budget because millions and millions is low budget, but, but like from a lower budget to like. I'm not going to lie, though. Like there are some like really cool shots inside of the movie, but a lot of it could have been done with like a small. A lot of it was done with like a lot of really small effect, uh, special effects. So uh-huh. it was twenty five million dollars to make. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Like a lot of it, a lot of it is just them shooting a movie yeah. and then them adding like a little bit of special effects. Mm-hmm. The drone like one that. was probably special effects. Um, I don't think they managed to get a skyscraper of like the city and be like, oh yeah, everyone here act normal. I doubt it. 
No, I, I mean, no. I'm sure they filled it with actors and stuff like that, but I mean, or anything else. Because they probably just used like half a skyscraper like that and then green screen the rest of prob- it. Yeah. Probably. Like what they but, did with, uh, what's it called? The Army of the Dead. Yeah, but the thing I really liked about it as well was that the kills inside of the movie, I kind of didn't feel bad for a lot of them. No. Because at a, at, at, at a certain point, you kind of feel like the main character is almost using Candyman Candy yeah. to his own advantage. It, it because it shows you what the main character's struggles are doing and mm. the people he's in because he's a he's he's, he's an a, artist. He's a struggling. Well, he's not struggling. Yeah. He's a he's a once famous artist. Yeah, and he's trying to get his fame back. You know, I he's see. trying he's trying to be relevant. He's trying to be you know he wants to be back in the art world because yeah, yeah. he has this create creativity. He's not finding it though, and he finds it through the story of Candyman. Candy Man. Gotcha. Okay. But, and not only that, but also he's. Communicating with these. I just not realized I had still all. Yeah, I, oh, I, I, want, I, I want. I want to hold on to that. I wanted the entire podcast. I didn't tell uh, yeah. you on purpose. You <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I, I was, I was touching like this. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> like, so, but the the interesting thing about it is that the people that you meet. Oh, that's so cute. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, uh, what was it? Um, the the people that uh, he's kind of interacting with, they're very insensitive yes to the sh- to like the struggle of the neighborhood mm-hmm. or they have their own kind of they're very views. selfish yeah yeah they have their, they have their own views of like uh what was it like what what was a what was it one of the quotes where she was where he was he was trying to explain the ghetto and he was trying to explain like how exactly it happened and how like you know oh, yeah. how uh what was it reviewer, like african-american yeah. people were pushed into the ghettos and then they and by uh which I'll, by like white governments and white city officials and then immediately they pushed them out so that way they can then build skyscrapers and put uh like new housing inside of it mm-hmm. and then she immediately turns to him and goes well which I'll, isn't that because of you people and immediately, like, he's just kind of like... Yeah, he's, like, he's stunned. Like, what do you mean, like, yeah. you people? And then she's, like, artists. Cheap, like, people who need, like, cheap mm-hmm. housing and everything else. And then, like, so she's trying to, like, fix what she's saying. But she doesn't care. She doesn't... But she also doesn't care if she's offending him. Now I gotta see this movie. Dude, it's, it's super it's a, it's good. A, it, honestly, it's super. The, horror, the horror aspect of it isn't as extensive so, of like jump scares or let anything me, like that. Let mm-hmm. me put it to you this way. Jordan Peele movies, even when he was, uh, I, I don't know if he's still doing Twilight Zone, but like, I, I don't know if that show's still, still around. Going on, right? Right? Is it? Still going on. It was on Paramount Plus. Yeah. But point being is that Jordan Peele has this kind of like really good vision of how to make a horror movie not feel like it's a new method methodology of like horror. I'm like the way saying. I see it is if I were to compare it to something that I could relate to Ridley Scott, like when Ridley Scott did alien, he took the theme of horror and thriller and worked around with it differently instead of it being like, Oh, jump scares and monsters and blood and stuff like that. I mean, he still used them. He still used them. But it was his, canceled. It was canceled. It was canceled. Okay. Yeah. Well, so the thing honestly, that Ridley it was Scott, on, it was on Paramount plus. Yes. No, it was on CBS all access. And then when Paramount plus was going to take it, like absorb it CBX, canceled. it got canceled. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I saw a couple episodes of it. It was pretty. They're good. not bad. They're they not bad. bad. But um, Jordan, or not Jordan Peele, but Ridley Scott did this thing with Alien, which is like one of my favorite aspects. Is that his method of horror was tiny spaces. Mm-hmm. It's he made you feel claustrophobic, and yeah. that is what got the audience to really fear right. the Alien. Because how do you escape something that's constantly chasing you when you're in tiny vents, right? Mm-hmm. So not only that, but also where, what do you do when? 
you can't leave. Exactly. You're stuck. I, I literally can't. I'm stuck inside of this ship. Like, yeah. I couldn't just like exit the ship. Mm-hmm. I'll die. So like us, Jordan Peele, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, it, it is a horror element. You still get like those like slasher bloody vibes that happen in certain scenes and stuff like, like I that. I feel like it's more like a thriller. But it, that's what else. it is, is that it makes you think. It's like, okay, you're anticipating the death. You're anticipating the thing. But at the same time, there's a mystery to it. What is going on with this movie? You didn't realize what actually was going on until almost like the last part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of common horror nowadays, it doesn't do that it's like it tries to keep you afloat with a certain mm-hmm. mystery it tries to like you know keep you in suspense but all the while you're just kind of like anticipating the next scare right and jordan peele movies technically really don't make you feel that way it's like you know there's a scare coming up he's kind of getting it out of the way it's still a fun ride but you're still trying to figure out the mystery behind it. the there's a scene where i, I the only thing i can kind of um kind of compare it to is uh in it's in the Hitchcock movie, um, Birds. Birds. Oh, really? Are you serious? Sure? I was just joking. <laughs> no, is it Birds? The one where it's a where there's a bomb inside of the uh, which are inside the inside the uh, the dining room. Okay. I forget which movie it is. Do you ever know it, Renee? No, I don't know it by heart, but I can. But <laughs> bomb anyway, in dining room. Google that. See yeah. what happens. No, yeah, uh, it's a, it's a Hitchcock film with bomb in a dining room. And like literally, uh, what he's doing is Hitchcock is showing the he's showing the bomb ticking, and he's showing the dining room, then showing the bomb ticking, show, and he's basically showing that time is going down. Yeah. And then once it starts getting like down to like you know twenty thirty seconds, he never shows the the bomb again. So you, and you're you're expecting sabotage. There he goes. So in sabotage, there's that scene, and while you're watching it, you're expecting the bomb to oh, go came off. Nineteen thirty-six. Yeah, you're expecting the bomb go off, and it, 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 it builds up the suspense inside of you, and you know it's going to happen. Yeah. You just in like you're counting down with it, and you're trying to figure out, okay, the bomb's gonna happen now. Bomb's gonna happen now. Bomb's gonna happen now, and then it doesn't really like, and then oh, it doesn't cool. happen. We could watch it on HBO Max. Yeah. Dope. Cool. Oh, right. there's an Alfred Hitchcock collection. Yeah, on there. I forgot. Birds yeah. is on there. Yeah, I love birds. I, bo- I my favorite one is Rear Rear Window. I've always liked. Yeah, Rear, Rear Window. Window is really good. That's the that's what Disturbia is based after. Yeah. What about Hannibal? Did he do Hannibal? No. Yeah. No. Who am I thinking? Did Hannibal? Hannibal with Edward Norton. That's Red Dragon. With Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> Hannibal is with. Uh, we're all just kind of confused. Like, we all just confused ourselves. We're all confused. The triple confusion. But go on. But go on about it was circular. Uh, no, but sabotage. Anyway, yeah. But that that scene in sabotage because the bomb goes off when you least expect it. Yeah. And that and that's the and like but you had that pit in your stomach because yeah. of it. There's a scene inside of it where there's like a group of cheerleaders and the same thing kind of happens. Yeah. Where they're all kind of daring each other to say Candyman mm-hmm. to each other. And they're like, no, you do it. You do it. And it's, mm-hmm. they're trying to be very silly. And after they do it, like at that point, you're you're kind of looking around in like the reflective areas yeah. to see where exactly Candyman is. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, is he here? Like, what? Like, it, like is it going to happen? Like, what's that's the thing in this movie. What's great about it is that you see Candyman only through reflections. Yeah. You don't see him do the killings in like... Right, you in, see in the reflections. The, yeah. He sees he's basically, he's basically invisible. Yeah. He's invisible. Yeah, 
and like you see like little glimpses of him. He's it's very much the the shark and Jaws. Yeah, where like you barely you barely see you barely see him, and then like you'll see like a glimpse of him, and then he'll look back, and then like you see like something actually getting destroyed in, uh, what was it in like your reality? And it's so interesting, and it's so cool. And in that scene, you're kind of just waiting for this like this like massacre to happen. And it, it starts happening slowly. Yeah. It's not like he just like steps up and then just kills all five of them at mm-hmm. once. No, it's like it starts happening like very slowly where he just starts kind of picking people off. He locks the door into the bathroom, mm-hmm. and, you know, and it's it's so interesting. And it, it, that 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 moment where like, you know, they're going into it. Not only that, but also it, it does put a little more social justice where it's, you know. It's a bunch of Caucasian girls making fun of a black girl. And, you know, and then they all get, you know, murdered. Violently. They all get murdered. <laughs> they all get murdered. To finish off this topic, because we still have two other things yes, to talk yes. about. Would you recommend this movie to... Dude, yes. Yes. I, I, I want to watch it again. I would recommend it, but watch the original. Because when you watch the original and then this one, the payoff's really great. Gotcha. Because cool. there's an experience you're watching in the movie when you're like, oh, crap. Like, that's really cool. They reference that. In in the new one, from oh, the, I remember. From the first I remember one, yeah. this. I know who this character yeah, is because they talk about what happens in the first one, like yeah. very like for a while. Yeah, like they 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 spend a lot of time trying to describe the the events in the first one. Not mm-hmm. only that, but it's also interesting because if you've seen the first one, you can you can decipher for yourself what is legend and what's real. And what's real? Yeah, dope. Come here real quick. <laughs> there we go. Ready to move on? Yeah. All right. Hey, Feige. Yeah. What's up, man? Why, why'd you why'd you uh, release the trailer to Spider Man? That was my fault. <laughs> I told someone some, you know, I wrote it on the note. <laughs> and way it well. to release. Hang on, <laughs> Spider Man. No, no way, way home. Okay, okay, so wait. So are we gonna talk about like the leak first? So, the so leak on. happened I, I like on the twenty first, right? I, it happened I like a, the day before it got. Okay. Released. I have a quick question because yeah. I feel like there's a lot we can talk about Spider Spider Man. Yeah. Should we talk about what if first and then get into Spider Man after? Oh or? yeah, because what if? What if it's all right, Feige? What was your choice? Why why did you kill everyone? Because <laughs> I, like, I, I I do I was feel bored. like what if is <laughs> honestly I did feel like that. But you know what? I I thought it was I thought it was an interesting episode. I actually really liked it. I and was shocked. No, I liked it more than the T'Challa Star-Lord one. I also think it's funny that they basically just confirmed that uh, if they wanted to, Scott Lang could have just murdered Thanos. Right? If he felt like just going up his butt. And just like Yeah, but he didn't do that. They literally just like in the heart, you know? Yeah. Like that was that was, that was some intense stuff, like watching Hulk explode. That so was, I, that was, yeah, honestly, like, you see him like become like a, like, like a balloon. He's like, and then boom, it like, basically blows up into smoke. Uh-huh. Who was it? It was Pim. It was Hank Pym. Pym. It was Hank Which Pym. Which I liked because yeah. honestly, it made sense in a way. If you honestly think about it. No, it does. That's yeah. the thing. Okay. So my first thought after watching this was I felt uncomfortable because do you, do holy you wanna, crap, like do you everyone explain died. explain the episode? Yeah. Okay. So basically, you're talking about it. And I feel in like episode three of what, in episode three of what if, uh, basically the Avengers Initiative is about to happen. It takes place during the events Fury's, of Fury's Week. In, Fury's Big Week. Yeah. In Iron Man Two, right? It's yeah. So yeah. it's in in Iron Man Two. It, that also takes place in Fury, in Fury's Big Week because technically Iron Man Two, Hulk, and also Thor happen all within days of each other. Exactly. Yeah. So. 
Uh, scene starts. He's going to go and take, uh, you know, Tony Stark into the Avengers Initiative. And Black Widow stabs him with the antidote that's supposed to temporarily cure him. He dies. Yes. Yep. Then we get Thor. We the Thor. hammer, yeah. where Thor. you know they're trying to figure and out what's Hawkeye, going on. Yeah, Thor brutally beats up security guards to a point where I got uncomfortable, and I'm like, at one point I saw an arm bend the wrong way, and I'm like, this is a cartoon, right? This is like something <laughs> kids are supposed you, to watch. You know what's funny though is that as I was watching it, I I could not help but think this looks exactly like Archer. It does. The animation? The, uh, no. no, it does. No, you're getting an Archer vibe in terms of the animation. In yes. terms of like how everything is, yeah, and the and like the sm- the 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 swiftness of the animation and everything like that, especially during action scenes, like yeah. when you're fight when they're fighting, it very much looks like Archer. Because I I watched What If and then Archer popped on on my Hulu huh. queue afterwards, <laughs> and then I started watching it and I was like, did they just use the same animation? Because it looks almost identical, just three D. They put a couple more dimensions on it. Yeah, it's yeah. basically the same thing. So because even the coloration looks the same. Thor's about to get his hammer. Hawkeye, you know, releases the arrow Mm -hmm. and says, I didn't kill him, I didn't kill him, they arrest him. Cool, okay, well, Thor's dead, straight to the heart. That's fun to know, that he could just get shot in the heart and he dies. Well, he was was mortal. He was was John Blake. Yeah. Yeah. So then... uh, Hawkeye gets taken in prison, or he's in a little cell because he's the one that killed Thor. Nick Fury goes like, I'm going to talk to him. He's dead. Yep. Right. Okay, so that leaves Hulk and but Black no, Widow. And yeah, and Black Widow's on the run trying to figure out what's happened and yep. what happened to the needle that was injected into Stark. Finds out that it's not biological or anything no. like that. He finds or she finds uh Bruce Banner hiding in the closet. Mm-hmm. Which is Mark need- Ruffalo. Yeah. I, that's so great. I <laughs> it love it, it. It felt weird because you're so used to like Edward that Norton. movie being Edward Norton. Yeah. And then when you hear Mark Ruffalo, you're like, Oh yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. And then there's a uh, Stan Lee cameo. Uh Stanley's Pizza. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uniform, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's that. Black Widow's about to take him out, but the army arrives. It's like, no, we got to take care of this guy straight on. They shoot him. Hulk turns Hulk. Mm-hmm. And, then and then he explodes. dies by explosion. Oh, We're like, what the hell happened here? Mm-hmm. Black Widow goes and does some investigation. Figures she gets, out. She figures it out. Says it's all about hope. Dies mm-hmm. brutally. Yeah, he beats her to death. Mm-hmm. Which is freaking, I was like, it's scary yeah. in a way. Because she literally gets dragged underneath a bookcase and we don't know what happened to her afterwards. Uh, then Things. the scene ends with um, pretty much Nick Fury and Loki making a pact because Loki wants like you know wants justice well, for his brother. Well, the idea exactly. I actually th- did think I did think that idea was interesting of Thor dying mm-hmm. on Earth, and he and Loki is unopposed for the throne now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and is now trying to like kind of like take his conquering of earth as this is rational so yeah so here's my here's the problem that happened at the ending in the end because they attack hank us. pym gets arrested or he yeah. doesn't get arrested but he gets turned into loki because loki wanted the body mm-hmm. and then loki kind of figures out that there's no defenders for earth so he takes over mm-hmm. and basically conquers it entirely nick fury then proposes the idea which was mentioned in the mcu which is like the avengers initiative is an idea essentially mm-hmm. and yes. you know these people don't represent the avengers this is just an idea uh, the last scene is basically, you know, Nick Fury wiping the iceberg and you see Cap Shield and Captain Marvel there and they're about to start the new Avengers or technically just the Avengers. Right. Yeah. Right. My problem with that ending is this. And sorry, we didn't say spoiler warning, but at this point, it's already been a week since episode three. So should have watched. It, That's true. Yeah. You're, you're already watching the new one. Yeah, exactly. By this point. <laughs> Let us know. know. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. Let us know. <laughs> this, is the Captain Str- that was the, this is the Doctor Strange one, isn't it? I think I so. Think, yeah. Yeah. Um, so my problem with that ending was. 
I, I, we can all agree that we've seen this before, right? The Avengers death. It's been comic book arcs. Like it's been in arcs before. Yeah, there, yeah. it's yeah. happened. We've seen it before. Or so. an Avenger, or, a, or an ex Avenger going, you know, rogue, just rogue, and murdering everybody. Yeah. So this idea isn't new, but I feel like what was missed out on this episode, as good as it was, was we didn't see who could have taken the mantles as the next Avengers because we knew Cap was still alive. We knew yeah. Captain Marvel was there because of the beeper that was shown in the episode, but we didn't see what could have happened from then on afterwards. Cause and, and again, that plays on the whole, I think we can all agree that these ne- these episodes need to be longer. They do, because yeah. my fiance and I sat there for like 15 minutes afterwards going like, okay, well, what could have affected this process? I don't even think we would have had Peter Parker here, because we would have had a Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but the Parker that we know in the No, MCU, he would have died. How? Oh, Whiplash. the attack... Uh, Whiplash attacks uh, Stark Expo. Oh, that's right. He's that's canon. Oh, that no. But then there was no. Feige never confirmed. Yes, that. he did. He yeah, said he that did. Spider Man. Yeah, he said he that said was that's Spider-Man. Peter Parker. Feige, but, why are you doing this? No, but then no. Feige, answer the question. Why'd you do this? I don't know. Why would you? <laughs> because because technically after that moment he's captured. Whiplash, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. But Whiplash is like now working events. with Justin Hammer. Yeah. But then Stark oh, Expo yeah. wouldn't have happened. Yes, it would have because Stark, it's Stark still Expo happening. was still happening at the it's time. Still happening. So then, who would have ran it? Pepper Potts. She Pepper was, Potts. But, the they were in the middle, but they were in the middle of Stark Expo. Okay. But if Tony Stark died, would they cancel Stark Expo though? Exactly. Do you really think Justin Hammer would have let them? Yes. Well, no, but I think that he would have. <laughs> well, no. No say. I mean, I mean, I feel like he wouldn't have much power. Over Point that. being, let's uh, what say I'm that saying is that Whiplash would have. Let's just destroyed. Say. He would have destroyed everything. Let's yeah. just say that Parker lived, right? He would have become okay. Spider-Man. Let's say that this world okay. still has a Spider-Man. So, so okay, so in let's this say world, ripple effect. Instead of going to Stark Expo, he would go to like Tony Stark's funeral because he admired Tony Stark. Okay, so he wouldn't be at Stark Expo, but I, would I he would have imagine- still turned into Spider-Man? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We, so there, then, there's no there's there's no evidence that Stark wasn't was directly involved. With but you his, see, the mm-hmm. questions that we're asking is what's affecting like what could have happened here. Yeah. Like they played on the what if we saw the what if mm-hmm. the Avengers died. We didn't see the full result, and that's the issue I have. Did we? Are we still going to get a Spider Man? Does Black Panther still exist in this world? Yes. Do we get? But was mm-hmm. does he even have a, an issue with or like is he even going to join the initiative because? Does Ultron even happen now that Tony's oh, dead? Oh, that's true. Right? Ultron, and, Ultron never gets born. He's both, uh, what was it? He's both Banner and, and also and Stark. Stark died. So then you get those questions because or then... Or Vision. Vision would never be a thing, too. Like, one of the big reasons why Black Panther gets introduced is because of the uh, Sokovian Accords. Mm-hmm. And him trying to, like, say that this is the thing that needs to happen. So His Wakanda would death... still be... Yeah, so Wakanda would still be secluded from the world. Exactly. The right. dad wouldn't have died or mm-hmm. King... Uh, it's not King T'Challa, is it? It's a... Uh... It is King T'Challa. No, no, well, it's... His, his dad, yeah, his dad's name's T'Chaka. T'Chaka. So he wouldn't have died because he would have never left to go, you know, basically. No, he would have died still. How? Because Bucky Barnes. I guess. Oh, Maybe. actually, you know what? No, because you wouldn't have had Ultron. Exactly. You wouldn't have Zemo. Because you wouldn't because Zemo would have never attacked. No. Because, uh, what about Stephen Strange? Would you have had, uh, would you have Stephen Strange on there? You yeah, Stephen Strange would still become could, a Sorcerer Supreme. Yes, yeah. Because he... Nothing nothing from the Avengers life affected his life, essentially. To become he was yeah, or what about the Guardians? Well that depends. Would they have even come down to Earth at that point? See, there's all these lingering questions that I feel like this episode could have left us with. They would have eventually, but it's like they would have eventually the only reason why is because because of the Yeah, I was gonna say. But see, 
in the second episode, it did a good job with the ending because it didn't tell us entirely what could have happened. Mm-hmm. I don't think maybe I'm, I'm sounding wrong when I say this, but, you know, I'm not asking for like an entire second story to come off from this. What I'm asking is like clear answers as to where this could have gone, mm-hmm. because in the second episode, we know that T'Challa got taken by, you know, Yondu and mm-hmm. he became Star-Lord. Yeah. Right. The thing is that this the, in the all- ending of the second episode, Peter Quill gets taken by Ego. Mm-hmm. We know that. And we know because the Watcher basically says that this could have basically led into the end of the world. But yeah. that's a story for another for another time. Yeah. Here we just see him unveiling the shield and Captain Marvel. What happened to the other characters? Where can we have gone from this? In, it in just all ended. fairness, mm-hmm. I felt like this was a different universe. It is a different universe. Yeah. Because we the, know Steve Rogers is capped here, not Captain Carter. Yeah. Yeah. So this episode for me, if I'm going to be honest, is better than the first one, just not as good as the second one. Yeah, it's not. I like I, it more than the second one. Explain yourself, Feige. <laughs> I'm not Feige. You have Marvel on you. You put that there. Exactly. You're playing Feige right now. I'm not playing Feige. Play I am my own Put-ge- person. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> You just pop stereos everywhere right now. <laughs> so, <How> dare you? <laughs> First, you kill the Avengers, <laughs> and then you take my ears. <laughs> Haven't you, hear- you taken enough? Nick, can you hear anything I'm saying? What? <laughs> I see your mouth open, but nothing inside. <laughs> <laughs> so, why do you like this? <laughs> I just do. Why? That does okay. Yeah, I just do. Because I just because I just do. Well, what about it? I I I did. I just like how it was just. I don't know. The idea is clever. Yeah, I I do like the the idea. idea Is clever. I didn't mind the ending. You know it. I I don't know. The ending didn't didn't, make me want to see what happens next. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess I didn't question it as you did. You know, well, it I'm didn't bother me. As no, much. it's not that it bothered me. Yeah, yes, it did. No, it does. It doesn't bother you me. You wanted I just, to see more, though. I, I just, I'm interested. Brian, I'm literally <laughs> seeing the vein on your forehead. It's bothering me. <laughs> I'm not, no, it's not bothering me. The ending is okay. I just wish that there was more. No, and I, I, feel, I, I do understand what you mean. I And once again, I, I feel like this brings us back to that whole, there should be an A and B plot. Mm-hmm. Where like the first episode is the A, and then mm-hmm. the second episode is the B. Yeah, and like, it, and then it gives you a more like solidified yeah. idea of what's going on in, in the episode or mm-hmm. like whatever. We didn't get that, no. but for what we got, it was good. Mm-hmm. Could it have been better? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think anything could always be better. It's just I, don't I know. think it's, well, it no, needs well, additions to it because I because you know they show you the subtle differences of what what led to this. This universe, okay. you know, and I liked that they revealed that basically Hope was an agent for Fury, and that's what changed everything. Yes, you know, I did that like he was that. Able, that he recruited. Yeah, he recruited, recruited Ant Man's daughter. Yeah, which Hope. is interesting because yeah. I because that is a, a an interesting idea mm-hmm. of instead and, of going towards Black Widow, mm-hmm. I should go towards basically a hero. Mm-hmm. Like we we had a hero once. Mm-hmm. I will say that there is something that these episodes are doing really well, mm-hmm. and that's like making certain aspects of characters noticeable again. Mm-hmm. So right. like in the second episode, T'Challa, we see, is a very great influence in bringing the best out of people, mm-hmm. which is a quality that we saw in Black Panther, mm-hmm. but we're seeing it again here in mm-hmm. very short stories. Mm-hmm. And then Nick Fury, we forget why the Avengers Initiative was a thing, yeah. and we get reminded of that. It's not the people. It's the people that want to do the right thing. It's the idea mm-hmm. of giving themselves up as heroes mm-hmm. and knowing the risks of doing these jobs 
and then putting their best foot forward and trying mm -hmm. to do the right thing. Yeah. Right. That is the idea of the Avengers Initiative, which mm -hmm. is a fantastic thing because you just think of like, I mean, it's it's freaking Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. Like the guy just kicks ass yeah. like all the time. His yeah. voice is great. He's a great Nick Fury. He's a great actor. All these different qualities of Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. Also hearing Clark Gregg as Coulson again. Oh, that was that made me really miss cool. Coulson, man. Huh? It made me miss Coulson. Yeah, because yeah, honestly, I really love uh, Can you describe that, this man? He, it's this guy with very great looking hair. But here was the thing though, that also reminded me of Archer. Mm. Because that sounds like a Pam line. Yeah. yeah. Of like, can you describe him to me? He's uh tall, he very beautiful. <laughs> very beautiful. Yeah. And then it's like, what? When you see him, it's a very accurate description. You know what reminded me of <laughs> you said Archer now. I recently watched the episode of Archer where um He gets cancer. No. Oh yeah, there wasn't how was that episode? No, it was the one where is it Lana and Pam? They start like Lana starts pimping out Pam or No, Pam starts pimping out Lana. No. And it's the other way around. Is it? Because she starts telling people like, Oh, just say that you had sex with me, but you know, it didn't, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, in the yeah, end, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, Pam yeah, is yeah. like super annoyed that no one wants to sleep with her and she just wants to be loved. So then Lana goes like, yeah, sure. Just don't tell anyone. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. That's the episode I saw, which reminded me of like, okay, now I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. yeah. Where, like there's like little tiny like, like quips yeah. and stuff like that. that it, it, it fits in the world of the, of the Avengers and the MCU, but also it's, it does kind of take me out of it a little bit sometimes. Yeah, it does. It does. But no, I, I, I mean, fun. the episode was good. It's great. Right. I just think that it wasn't as good as the second one. Yeah, you're solid. That's you're all right. I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But that yeah. brings us into something amazing. Wait, can I just say before we go? <laughs> oh, come on. Dang that it. Was a no, great... go. Okay, yeah, you're right. Go. On, that was, <laughs> Damn that was it, dude. Say... That was a good. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I quit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like I literally tossed you up like a, a like a homer of a transition. Yeah. And you went, no. <laughs> anyway. Slapped it back down. For the last for the last couple for the last bit of the of the podcast. Yeah, we got about half an hour left. Yeah, yeah, we got about half an hour left. I say we talk which we definitely need to get into Spider Man No Way Home. And that Brian sounds like back. a spectacular idea. Hey. It's a superior one too. Yeah. Let's do it. It's less superior. Very spectacular. It's less superior. It's <laughs> <laughs> less of that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so the trailer finally dropped. Yeah, yeah Feige, after, what happened? After well, after after not. <laughs> well, no, but it's really interesting though. The idea of there was a rumor that I and I I really do kind of feel. That 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 interview that Feige gave, yeah, was the kind of kick in the pants, yeah, that Sony needed of this thing of like, well, there's definitely going to be an event. There's there'll be a trailer eventually, because mm -hmm. honestly, I feel like those two companies, even though they're making a lot of money together, their marketing teams are not speaking. Like they they're probably yeah. talking, but there there's a lot of miscommunication on who on, and I think, and I do feel like it's more COVID related of like. This was supposed to come out this time. Now we have other projects that are coming up. And then what I want to know is how up. that trailer released, though, because the leak was only I saw the footage. OK, I didn't see the footage. You I only saw like you the saw first two seconds. Because I actually I was, watched I did not it. Want, did you watch the leak? I watched the leak. Honestly. I did. I was like, I gave my phone to my fiance and I'm like, look, because one is of my good is it good. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. Does it look good? So here's the thing. I, I didn't realize what was going on until it started trending on Twitter. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to look through the trends and see what happened. And then I sent you the screenshots of supposedly what was supposed to be in the trailer. Yeah, right. So and I, then the trailer released like what, a couple hours later? A couple hours later at mm. seven the next day. Yeah. So then I put on Facebook, like if these leaks are true, I'm going to cry. I get a friend from a four. I get a friend or a, a message from a friend that I used to work with at Disney, and she sent me this link, and she's like, "If you want to see it, it's right there," mm-hmm. you know. So I clicked on it. I saw two seconds, and I handed the phone to my fiance. I'm like, "I'm not ready to watch this because I want to watch it in its full like." Were your pants on or off? Uh, <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I have too much respect for that. Just Tommy like, Pickles in it? Just <laughs> so I hand it over to her, and I'm just like, if it is what it is, if it is what I think it is, I want to wait until it gets released in like full definition. Like I don't want to yep. see it off a crappy thing. And she's like, okay, I'll watch it because I want to watch it. I'm like, okay, fine. So I'm like there. I'm like pacing back and forth. You Beyonce were pacing has the phone. back and forth? I was pacing forth? back and forth because I was just like, holy crap. She goes like, okay. This was her reaction, literally. She's like, okay, uh-huh. Does she not know? No, no, no. Hang on. So she goes, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, minute in. Afterwards, the part happens. She goes, and she looks at me dead straight in the eye, and I stop, and I'm like, no. And she's like, oh, no, you shouldn't, you should wait. And she, like, stops. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, God. So the entire time, I was, like, full-on panic. Like, my balls were, they felt tight. I was like, oh, my God, I couldn't. I just, I had to wait. The, okay, so let's, let's go through what we, Let's go through the the trailer. Let's go. Let's go through what we know. Like a the trailer from the beginning. No, no, no. But I mean, like, let, let, let's go through what we know so far. Okay. So before the trailer, pull came out, out the, no, no, pull no, no, out no. the clipboard, guys. Here we no, go. No, like from from what we saw in the trailer. This okay. is what we this is what we know of so far. Yeah. We know April twenty second. Thank you so much. <laughs> anyway, what we know so far is that uh, Spider Man's identity has been revealed to the world, and everybody knows that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Mm-hmm. He's also getting Thanks framed. To Jane and he's also and he's also JK being Simmons. framed for Mysterio's murder and also the destruction of London. Mm-hmm. He is now in legal troubles, and also it looks like everybody around him is in legal trouble, yeah. and he is in desperate need of help. So he then goes to Doctor Strange to fix this. Yeah, he asks the doctor, "Hey, I, what if this never happened? Yeah, like what about if everybody just forgot I was Spider Man?" Mm-hmm. Would that make everything easy? That would just make everything easier if, like, my life was back to the way it was. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange very eagerly agrees. Can I just say, so like, one of the best that parts, was the okay. Go ahead. One of the best parts for me in that trailer was seeing Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, yeah. but as the Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, with the gray locks in his hair oh like yeah. that was yeah that's true oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah when i saw that i'm like yeah. this is if this is what you're gonna look like Moving in the forward. second yeah my you're gonna God. look sick you're gonna look sick mm-hmm. holy so, crap can we get the the flares so, up at the top too so that was the biggest kind of was it wink link? no it was no that was that was the biggest not complaint but like people questioning was dr strange agreeing to do that so my thing is that yeah. I feel that it could be one of two things. One. Mephesto. No. Stop banging it. It's uh, what was it? <laughs> Doctor Strange and his own ego. Yes. Thinking that he can, which he's the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. I can do anything. 
like I, I stopped Dormammu. Mm-hmm. I like we, we stopped Thanos. Thanos. I saw all millions of timelines and I told Tony Stark which one. Yeah, exactly. Without I, telling him. I mm-hmm. have basically I like the, like a simple memory spell shouldn't be too hard. That's the thing. Yeah. Like a simple memory spell shouldn't be too difficult. We can immediately We can do that. We can yeah. do this. This is easy. Two. What about if he is enchanted? By That'd Mephisto. Be... Not by Mephisto. By the... <laughs> Everyone needs to stop with what the Mephisto about... thing. What about if he is enchanted by another sorcerer? Like mm-hmm. like um what's his name? Um oh my god. What's the sorcerer that was in the first one? That uh, oh, but, oh. Uh, oh, I forgot his name. Ooh, you bring up a good point. Well, he was about what if keeping order, him? though, right? But no. he was. But he was about. He was about the fact that there's too much. There's too uh, many magicians, and, right. and there's too much magic in the world. Hold on, I got. I got. Give me a second. Give me a second. And everything else. And he wanted more control over magic. Do you want to go back to this, or do you want to Mordo. 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 Mordo? Mordo. 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 He could be enchanted by Mordo. He would. There. There. There's several reasons on why Doctor Strange agrees to this. Unsure of what what happens mm-hmm. so he agrees peter what it sounds like is this the the spell is something of like a wish granting spell yeah and it sounds like the simpler the wish is the more accurate it is it'll be yeah and it kind of sounds like what happens is that as he keeps adding he on he keeps adding on to the wish and mm-hmm. that's what keeps bringing in ring after ring after yeah. ring and then and you then, can see it all the rings are shaking they're shaking because you're yeah. adding too much and he even says sit down stop. Brian don't get up he even, don't do this but he even <laughs> he even says stop talking <laughs> because he's adding more and more onto this wish yeah or onto this spell mm-hmm. and he's unintentionally making the spell more complicated mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what bursts. Yeah. Because I, what I think is that he was blending in dimensions. So I, yeah. So I, I was, I was just gonna kind of go there, but I, I think I know what you mean. Go ahead. I'll yeah. tell you my thought on that. So too. the idea is that he's, he's basically forming in a, a dimension of time, a, a, a some universe, where Peter Parker's identity wasn't, wasn't told to the world. Yes. And he's basically blending the two together with yeah. magic, mm-hmm. and. While he's doing that, because he he's making it complicated. He's, because he's making it more complicated, yeah. he has to pull for more dimensions. Yes, and he's trying to pull for more dimensions in order to make to fulfill Peter's mm-hmm. wish. Yeah. And unfortunately, the spell wasn't meant to do that, mm-hmm. and that's what bursts the dimensions and makes it basically reality is kind of seeping and breaking yeah. apart. Reality yeah. is going haywire mm-hmm. now. And I think that would be interesting because I, I think that would also be interesting if that was also the Nexus event that happens in Loki. Yeah. Of like, I don't know what happens after this point. Yes. If that's the moment that... That Peter makes and Doctor Strange are making the spell. Yeah, if that's what's happening mm-hmm. at that point. I think that so, would be kind of cool. So I had that same theory. I was thinking that same theory as well too, but just the, he went to go find a comic book, I what think. What are you doing? And I think we don't have it. <laughs> He's, are you, what are you looking for? So, Are you looking for that terrible comic book? One more day? Wait. One more day? Up. Now, see, I was one more day, yeah. that's why. <laughs> that comic book's trash, dude. It is trash. I'm yeah. not seeing it. It's just good. funny that they're using that theme of it into the new Spider-Man movie. Okay. It's interesting, though. Yeah. Okay. No, no, that's, that's, my, that's my take. 
<laughs> that's I can't it. Use that. That's so, my take. Okay? So hold on. Hold I've been on. talking about I this with people I, for the past week. Well, did week. you talk to me about it? Yes. No. no. So then you haven't talked to anyone. What are you talking about? Our souls are one, Brian. <laughs> we are the same. <laughs> when, no. I, when I say things, you say them. <laughs> So, so everything I, so, that so um, then you're wrong. So as because if, all my predictions are wrong. Sorry. Okay, yeah, okay, no, yeah no. go. So as you were going off of Nick, you know, the whole blending, I was thinking the same thing where he's taking aspects of different Spider-Man realities, blending them into one, and then when we get the villains come in, it's from the different universes. But I'm thinking that Peter is posing as those he's like the he's like the prime Peter in a way, because they put them together. And like that's why Doc Ock sees Tom Holland as Peter. You know, the, as his Peter in a way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, next, after that, mm-hmm. you do see some kind of like action scenes, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you do see that people are very much, you know, in danger. Uh, people in his life. Mm-hmm. You also see what looks like a black suit. I think that's it's the black it's suit. It's the black and were, gold suit. It's yeah, the black and gold pop. suit. Yeah. Which I don't know. Pop. We again, we don't know what's the purpose of that suit just yet yeah we don't know what the suit is what yeah. the sur- what the suit's purpose is i think it's a it's a variant catching suit mm. so you know the box that peter's holding when he gets put into yeah. a uh what was it when he gets put into his astral, astral fate yeah mm-hmm. astral yeah i think it's a prison oh Okay. I think it's a prison oh, to capture variants. Of like the villains in a way. Okay. Because there's a scene where he gets put, where you see Peter inside of like a room mm-hmm. and you see the lizard attack him from behind, but mm-hmm. the lizard hits a wall. I think that Doctor Strange, that that prison mm-hmm. that is there is a astral, is basically like a, a variant catcher. Mm-hmm. I can put people in it yeah. and ki- and basically put them away. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the reason why Peter is doing it, the reason why he's putting him into his astral form mm-hmm. is because Peter is trying to stop Strange from capturing them. Mm-hmm. Because he's basically saying, I have to put them back to their own universes. He goes, What's going to happen when they go back to their universes? And he goes, Most likely, you know, they'll die. Mm-hmm. Like they, they all died in their original universes. And if I send them back, because I pulled, because they all got pulled before they died, mm-hmm. they'll go back and die the same way that they did. Peter, being the good person he is, tries agree, to stop. That. Wouldn't agree with that, and it starts. So he's not only fighting the villains, but he's also fighting Strange. Strange. That's an interesting. I like that a lot. Where now Strange isn't necessarily the villain, but Strange is trying to capture these villains to basically send them back to their world, and Spider-Man's yeah. trying to find a way to. And Peter save is them. like that, and Peter will find. Th- in his own opinion, a better outlook of a better solution in his opinion. Yeah. Like these people don't deserve to die. Yeah. Better question is why aren't you guys letting the Spider-Man fan talk? Okay, first of all, because I, because we I, don't have that kind of time. Once no. you start, <laughs> I was going to, I was just going to say that again. Okay. <laughs> I swear to God, it beat me by two seconds. No, because we're, we, because we're reaching 20 minutes left yeah, of this I, podcast. I, I, no, I, I really do want to just kind of give you the floor at the very end. Yeah. So that way you can kind of rant. No, <laughs> why I'm not? I, I, no, because I want to. I, I do want to explain mm-hmm. everything first. So really, quick. we want to get to this before you start crying. That's yes, why. <laughs> I know. Why would I start crying? Because you get you emotional. Are, yeah, you get very emotional very about quickly. things you like. So anyway, what ends up happening? <laughs> so we do. So from this, we do know that there are at least what five villains confirmed. Five villains confirmed. Yeah, because we have the lizard. Uh huh. We have Doc Ock. <laughs> right. 
we do have uh, what sounds like uh, Green Goblin. Green, William Defoe. Green Goblin. William no, Defoe. sit down, Brian. Can you just not... sit down? <laughs> I will hurt you. He's going in a fetal position. I think. Anyway. Yeah. So we, uh, what was it? Possibly Sandman. Yeah. Possibly Sandman. Mm-hmm. We did see a lot of like earth Got moving. Got a nice bulge. <laughs> see a lot of earth moving and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, we do. <laughs> Why do I hear clapping? What is down there? <laughs> you just having fun down there? Yeah. Anyway, so um, what was it? We Electro. Yes. And Mephisto. <laughs> not Mephisto. No. 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 But I do. I there. There is at least five to six villains that are definitely confirmed, and I would enjoy kind of seeing some of those villains showing their kind of like where they were mm-hmm. when they got pulled from the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. I hope they touch onto that. And then it seems like, and then I'll just, we'll just wrap it up here for our part and we'll give Brian the last 15 minutes. Right. Um, it feels like they're holding back on if they're showing more spite, if there's going to be Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, it seems like they're really holding back and they don't want to show that at all. They don't want to confirm that if anything, right. They want to make that like, certain like how like Endgame was like it had certain moments like how Endgame had they want to hold that off for the screen when people react to that I think he isn't talking to Tom Holland Mm. okay I see what you mean that could be true too because people keep on saying how does he know that Tom Holland is Peter yeah there is no guarantee that he is talking to Tom Holland again Marvel edits their trailers really well so what it could be is that as Doc Ock is destroying the bridge Mm -hmm another Spider-Man is showing up and he's webbing it up yeah, and stuff like that. And I think it'd be really interesting if during that, mm-hmm. when he's webbing it up, yeah. it's a moment when Tom Holland runs out of fluid. So what I noticed that when, so I'll talk about the Doc Ock moment really quick. When we all see that they digitally made him younger. Yes. Because so yeah, he, he's coming from that moment in Spider-Man two when he's about to die. So, because that was the one thing I was worried about is that if they were going to bring in Tobey Maguire, specifically Tobey Maguire, would he be an aged Spider-Man or would he be the same Spider-Man? Look, seeing how Doc Ock is now. I, what I want is an aged Spider-Man. I don't think they'll do that. But now, here, yeah. here's the reason being. Because technically it's getting pu- they're getting pulled from different. Because I think it'd be really interesting if it was the same Doc Ock in the middle of the fight and mm-hmm. then he got pulled from it. Mm-hmm. But also what. How interesting would it have been if you have an older Spider-Man who has learned these lessons from Doc Ock, mm-hmm. Green Goblin, all mm-hmm. these other people, and he has now learned these lessons, become an older Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and is now trying to deal with these new villains and kind of reopening up these wounds. Yeah. And he has to now reface, you know, his, the, his traumas. Yeah. And I think that would be kind of interesting. That would be interesting. So we'll see. When the movie comes out, but let's have right, Brian. Brian come back. You're going to come back? You got literally 15 minutes left. Come on, Chatty Cathy. <laughs> Chatty Cathy. Brian's going to come back, and now we will hear the biggest Spider-Man fan out of this whole podcast. Spider- I'm a Spider-Man. You under the table. Let's go. Brian is now going to say his thoughts thwip, on thwip. the No Way Home trailer. Thwip, thwip. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Talk. I'm back. 
don't bring this attitude. Yeah. I'm bringing no. this attitude because <laughs> you guys were all assuming these hold things. On, and I'm just first, like, what the heck? Like, none off, of these assumptions seem right. What? First off, you don't get to walk out of the podcast three times. <laughs> I didn't come, walk out. I literally come, was laying no, on the floor the back, entire time. And, and hey, come at us. Hey, hey, guys. And then come at us with that kind of attitude, right? I, I can come in with whatever you. attitude I want. I'm wasting your time. Yeah, I know you are. I was just going to say. What are you going to do? Is Renee going to be like, that's our time, folks. We're going to wrap up the episode right now. No, he's not. Turn off your mic. You're not going to wrap up. Go ahead, turn off my mic. See what happens. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I thought. You can't do it. You guys have no power over me. Anyways, no way home. I'm going to hit his wire. Shut up. <laughs> Honest to God, I understand it's a meme, but when you guys say things like, okay, he's wishing for that and doing this and hoping for that, is it that hard to believe that it is more than just borrowing from, you know, one more day? Explain yourself. Explain myself the whole wishing aspect of it, okay. like pulling these things. Like when I saw, I had to see that trailer maybe three different times, three, four different times to kind of figure out what was going on. Because the one thing that really got me was that scene where Peter is turning around because something is attacking him from behind mm-hmm. and it looks yes. like a black figure. I was thinking it might have been the symbiote, it might have been the lizard. We don't know exactly what's going on, but what Wait, really. Which black figure are you talking about? The when he like it's like a literally like a second scene where he's like facing this way and it turns around real quick because something, something is getting... and something hits the wall right it's the I lizard. believe so it's a lizard do we know it's a lizard I saw the little thing the little it's a tail it's a lizard I was also thinking scorpion it's a lizard because it could be it could no, be the scorpion it's Tom Holland's lizard you, if you look at the figure Tom look, Holland lizard or Andrew Garfield or Andrew Garfield yeah it's the it's the same it's the literally the same artwork it he has the bald head he has the long tail I only saw the tail the hit the glass. So pause it and then turn up the resolution. We'll, we'll watch it after this podcast. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out afterwards. Yeah. But, you know, it got me thinking yeah. like, OK, all of this is kind of like too much, too close to the whole one more day aspect. Like, granted, the story is not good. Like, I, I know I've read that story multiple mm-hmm. times. It just doesn't make any sense. It's very stupid. But you have Peter going in there saying, like, I wish that this never happened. Mm-hmm. Automatic, like. Right there, like mm-hmm. one more day. Okay, but then I want this and I want that and all mm-hmm. these other things. And he's messing with the timeline and all this other stuff happens. Is it that hard to believe that Mephisto is going to be in this one? Granted, we probably w- still won't get him, but like you really have to think that there's way too many influences here for him, for something else to not be an influence. Like for him to not be an influence mm-hmm. here. Well, that right? was the same thing with WandaVision. Again, it didn't happen. It didn't. Who's mm-hmm. to say that maybe he wasn't manipulating different things? Again, it's true. you guys even said it yourself that Marvel really edits these trailers yes to a point right right so there are a lot of pieces here who is he winking at who is dr strange winking at? is he winking at you know tom holland peter parker is is that wink supposed to be in another scene again i didn't even think about this doc ock who is he referencing when he says peter he's never seen this peter so how would he know that this is peter parker right again you are alluding to the fact that he might be talking to you know Toby Maguire's Spider-Man. Because he would definitely know who that is. Exactly, because he knows mm-hmm. how that person looks like. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yes, they could be chopping up different things. One of the scenes that doesn't make any sense as to why it's on there is the train scene. The one where it turns into like eight trains exactly. and going the Grand Canyon? Exactly. What's the point? Why is Doctor Strange wearing the Eye of Agamotto? Like, why does he? And he doesn't have a his. He doesn't have his levitation cloak on either. What, no. So, what about if Peter wasn't the only one? What if he wasn't the only variant? What if mm-hmm. he wasn't the only one on the train? Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, what if he isn't the only variant? What no. if we have different Doctor Stranges? 
You could be dealing with do- different Doctor Stranges in, yeah. in that one. And what about if they're just Sorcerer Supreme? Mm-hmm. What about if one of them's Kang? Or could a be. Kang? Oh, yeah. The problem is that you can't have, and I hope it doesn't go into this direction because then you do get a Spider Man 3 or, or Spider Man 2, Amazing Spider Man 2. When you add too many characters, There's, you can't, you know. You can't really have a solid story. That, the, this, that's the one thing that's always hurt Spider-Man. A Spider-Man movie is always hurt when there's more than like one or two villains. Yes. Sorry. Blessing. In, in, in Spider-Man, which are, in Spider-Man two, you have uh, what? Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Doc Ock and who else? Uh, is it just Doc? Doc Ock. Mm. In Spider-Man two. Yeah, just Doc Ock. It's just Doc Ock, just Green Goblin in the set in the in the first Spider Man, mm-hmm. and then you have three villains in in the second one. The mm-hmm. birth of Hobgoblin, Sandman, and the symbiote. Yes, mm-hmm. and then in Amazing Spider Man, all you have is what? Uh, oh, the Lizard. The Lizard. Is the first one, and then the second one, it's Electro. It's Electro and Green Goblin. Is it Green Goblin? Yeah, because Harry turns into Green Goblin at the end. Because oh. Green Goblin convinces Electro. That Where does Rhino make... pop in the second one? The first one. At the he's end the of the sec- first one. He's at the end of the second one. The end of the second one. It's, after, it's, after, it's after Gwen Stacy He's in the beginning dies. and then he's at the end. Yeah, yeah. It's, at the, it's when Green, Gwen Stacy dies. Yeah. <laughs> Snapped. Whoa. Yeah. Neck. But, <laughs> but what, I, what I'm... But my the reason why I'm saying that is because... What? what if we get Mary Jane... Like we do actual Mary Jane, actual Mary Jane. She is actual actual Mary Mary Jane, Jane, you bastard. Not (laughs) Zendaya, but like she is Mary Jane. The other Mary Jane, like oh Chris, oh you mean Kristen Dunst? Yeah, Dunst. Yeah, I can see that. That'd be dope. That would be. Here's what I want. I want Mephisto back, but Bruce Campbell is Mephisto. You mean Mysterio? I mean Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say sorry. I'm like Mephisto. Like, sorry, 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 sorry. I, want, I was like, I want, he never played. No, yeah. I want I want him to play Mysterio. Yes. Yeah. From from the Ram, from Sam Ramy. Sam Ramy. Because that was the original idea that was for Spider Man Four. Spider Man Four. It was gonna was open that, up with Peter Parker or Spider Man walking in in the police department, and he's walking in Mysterio, Mysterio. but it's he's on helmet, and it's Bruce Campbell just. What if him. it's Jake Gyllenhaal? The whole time, but Bruce Campbell just makes an appearance, and it's like, oh, it was just that's fine as long as Bruce Campbell. I just want Bruce Campbell is acknowledged as Mysterio. Yeah, that's a funny little cameo. Yeah, yeah, it's just a fun. It's a a funny, and I think that would be hilarious if you see him inside the inside of that little prison. I'm talking about the problem with this one. Could you imagine him with the little fishbowl helmet and you see Bruce Campbell? (laughs) He's all overweight Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and he's just. (laughs) <laughs> sitting inside of like that glass mm. prison oh God, and he's oh just God. like you gotta help us kid <laughs> the problem you know we said this before the problem with spider-man movies is when you have too many villains right. right but if these villains as much as it would you know hurt to just kind of see them as cameos what if these guys are just little snippets little cameos doc up could be like i think there's certain ones that might not be i think well but like yeah. you know we got to think about this this movie well, probably is going to have a runtime of about maybe one twenty one forty Right? Minutes? Like about an hour or two hours in? Oh, okay. Right? Okay, I thought, I thought you meant like an hour, hour and a half, two hours. hours. <laughs> like, what? What, uh, <laughs> what about if they use this to explain Craven the Hunter? That could be Please. That could be a possibility. Because the thing is, too, is that Sony has been nonstop. Like, Sony has been trying to work in Sinister Six for years. This could be the movie yeah. to do so. So this is, the, I think this is the movie where they're finally going to try and do that, but also with villains that people loved in the past Spider-Man movies. And why stuff not like use that. why not use villains that we've already 
know and love. What yeah. if with actors the whole Alfred Molina with, thing yeah. isn't that they just CG'd how young he is now, and then in the actual mm-hmm. like movie, he's a little bit older. That would be interesting. Right? That'd be interesting. That'd but be a different. If you want yeah. an old Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Wouldn't it be interesting if he did survive the death? Mm-hmm. You know, granted, he drowned in, you know, Spider-Man mm-hmm. 2. Right. But, like, what if he did survive? And what if he came back? I feel like he drowned a, and also died of radiation poisoning. I feel like the, those are just kind of his, his body had to, like... Somehow he, he had a giant, he had yeah. a giant somehow radioactive he core mm-hmm. as he sank. I, I feel like that was, like... If Which, he didn't again, drown, again, he definitely probably died of that. Sp- like, Spider-Man 2 is great, but as of, like, a major theme for Doc Ock's reasoning to be around is to recreate something that failed already mm-hmm. i didn't like that honestly no but of course i did like how sinister he was though yeah exactly that so was, like what a, if he yeah. like you know this is it's just an older alfred molina an old doc Ock. That's if we fine. do get him more like beat up more you know I, I do like how they gave him the hair of doc Ock, like in the comic books it's kind of like a little frizzy glasses. On, yeah, yeah. The glasses and he has a little frizzy on top but it's like cut all around right here right right yeah i do like that no but i and honestly i i wouldn't mind if this isn't the exact sam raimi spider-man that we know and love no what yeah. about if this is what about if there was you know we have the what was it? Sam Raimi, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. What about if there's another universe where Doc Ock lives? Mm-hmm. That could also be a possibility. Do- I mean, they already showed us that J.K. Simmons is J. Joe Jameson in this Spider-Man universe yeah. already. Right. So, again, you, like you said, it could already there be an Alfred Ma- 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 Molina. Alfred Molina. Ma- Molina existing in this world, but he's not Doc Ock quite yet. Yeah, exactly. And, and Tobey Maguire is still Spider-Man yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. And also, that could also be the same reasoning for... Green Goblin, mm-hmm. because I'm not gonna lie, I don't want the helmet. Oh yeah, I don't want the helmet. Well, okay. So did you see the photos of the leaked photos of the villains on set? No, I need to see it. Oh, I have them. Okay, I so them. oh, did I? Do I have them? I should have. Them. I have them. Okay. If, if anything, you shared them with me privately. Okay. On my mess. So I'll show if anything. Yeah. If I can they, don't arrest us, please. They're all over the internet. <laughs> Let me see. It. Oh it. yeah, here. Because uh, it shows William Defoe, and the thing is, is that he. It doesn't look like I'm just speculating. I'm not saying confirming or denying. No, <laughs> it, I can either confirm have to or say deny. This. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, does basically, it, does it look like the original? It doesn't makeup? look like the original costume, if no, anything. But does it look like the original? The original idea for their makeup. So he has. That they had. He ha- it kind of does because he has like a purple cloth around his neck and what seems to be like a hood kind of thing. So here, let me see. Yeah. So and Electro Jamie Fox is wearing the yellow. You know the yellow green kind of look to it as well. So my that's what my that's what I'm saying though. What about if the these aren't the ones that we're so familiar with? What about if we are the? What about if these are different universe versions of the villains that we know and love? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh that's yeah. Because right? Alfred Molina mm-hmm. is so older. Yeah. Because he is older. He is older. That's what that, I mean. Yeah. Is that it's like you know now you again start to Marvel think, Marvel loves to edit. Their trailers to throw us off. Yeah. Yeah. There's way too much hype for this. Mm-hmm. The one cameo, I know we do have to wrap this up soon, but the one cameo, and I said this to you in Oh, that's mess- so interesting. He was actually, he's actually, the. it's what, like the spots where it is. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, like he has like, you see the purple cloth around his neck and then there's a bit of a, what seems to be a hood. Behind William Defoe's so let me head. let me let me like, put this. I like, I like Jamie Foxx, right? Hope, oh I, yeah. I hope they. Were, I hope whatever they do with Jamie Foxx, is I, be yeah, because awesome. I feel like that was such a missed opportunity. The one cameo I do want mm-hmm. is Jake Johnson. 
Johnson. <laughs> you say this all over I social do media. I because I love it. Yeah. I, I want he this wants, to happen. He wants Jake Johnson to have a cameo in the Spider-Man 3. Uh, the guy that voiced Peter B. Parker in Spider-Verse. Oh, okay. Yeah. It just Nick have Miller. A, like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't want him to be in like a Spider-Man suit, but I would love him to be like walking around the street with a Spider-Man shirt on or something like that, right? That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Because if you're already bringing in all these Spider-Men, why not bring in, mm-hmm. you know... That one and make a little dude to be like, like Tom Holland's talking and he hears and he's like, oh, he sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just walks or, away. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? If you want Spider Ham in there, John Mulaney. Uh, John, John, John Mulaney. Have him there too. John Ham. Nicholas Cage. Cage. <laughs> Nicholas Cage as Spider Man Noir. Like how perfect would that be if you're trying I, to do all these things? I, I feel like first you need to do this small, like dip your toe into the Spider Verse because mm-hmm. this is a nice little like dip your toe of the live action Spider Verse. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then if it does really well, then kind of go like, what about if we get weird with it? And then let's start throwing in more like Spider-Man and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this movie. It's, it, it sounds it, it sounds like it's going to be sick. I'm almost positive the trailer that we saw. That's nothing. I think it's 25%. Well, even, of- even Tom Holland just tweeted or on Instagram said this is only the tip of the iceberg. So how much of this trailer do you guys believe is... Oh, real. we've only gotten maybe like no I, real. Oh, real, real. Because I don't think that this I, trailer is real. Like I think I, that this is a no. I think they're maybe twenty five percent of this trailer is real. Yeah, uh, yeah that's yeah twenty five percent. We are that's, only getting. We're not getting for sure things with at least characters shown. We are getting like just only a vibe of the film. We got the also the goblin pieces. bomb. Yeah. It's a lot of set pieces. Mm-hmm. We got the goblin grenade on the on the freeway. Mm-hmm. We saw that explosion. We saw Alfred Molina Doc Ock mm-hmm. there. Really quick, did you see Excuse that me. meme? Of it's it's like what do you expect? And you see William Defoe's Green Goblin, and it says what we get, which is the Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man Two Green Goblin. Oh God! <laughs> it's just no. like oh God! Uh, no, a guy's like this, and he's all, and he sees the Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man Two Goblin's all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I I wouldn't mind that happening. I actually no no no. Hear me. Yeah. I wouldn't mind you having Willem Dafoe and also having that oh, Harry Osborn. Oh, and Harry Osborn, yeah. And Harry Osborn from there, and there being two goblins. That's not Like fair. a goblin and a hobgoblin. Uh-huh. No, well, someone theor- so someone made a really like out there theory, for at least when it comes to this movie, uh-huh. is that Ned, because in the comic books, Ned, his friend is- Ned, is hobgoblin. Yes. Mm-hmm. But they said, what if Ned is hobgoblin in this movie? And I go, uh, that's the thing. There has, he hasn't developed. Yeah, too well. he's been he he's been the man in the chair. That's the thing, yeah. man. He's man, been in, the the man in the chair. Yeah, and I feel like if they went that route, it would be like okay, maybe it's a variant. Then mm-hmm. if you're Hon- gonna do that, yeah. honestly, I think that would be I, I I like that idea. Yeah, I like that. That's a sick idea yeah. of like a goblin attacking, mm-hmm. and then when he captures him, he like he takes off the helmet mm-hmm. and it's Ned, and he's just mm-hmm. like, what the heck? Yeah, even and Ned's like, <laughs> Ned's like. <laughs> so in terms of like if we're saying that this trailer is like 25% real yeah. do we have any idea of like what could be in store for Tom Holland's Spider-Man because if we're dealing with the multiverse here if we're dealing there's a tr- there's a, there's this meme that reminds me of the meme it's the three dragons Ghidorah the mm-hmm. three heads one's mm-hmm. like looking at the other one one's like super serious and one's really goofy right. it's all three heads oh. being real goofy because it's Wanda who messed with the multiverse first it's then it's Doctor Strange and then lastly it was Loki they all messing with the multiverses at different times mm-hmm. so we get Doc pretty much messing with the multiverse here yeah does this have any form and ties to what happened in loki is this going to be like a different timeline or something well, like i was like i was mentioning to uh renee is that so we definitely know that it, it has to take place on what they call the sacred timeline mm-hmm. it, does it though 
that's where Peter is. That's where Doctor Strange. That's is. where this. But MCU that's the is thing based. is like that's where the this, MCU is taking Does this place. take? Because that's the thing is when we saw Loki at the I, end of it, all these branches here, started popping up from the here, sacred timeline. Here, this is why I say it has to be. It has to be because if you start going that this movie didn't matter, then it then, then nothing matters exactly. And then yeah. not only that, but also then we have to spend time explaining every single time that a new Marvel movie comes out mm-hmm. that this is on the main timeline. So is the Loki and branching, that becomes way too complicated. Is the Loki branching timeline just going to be like eh, I, kind of like its own thing at this point? No, but I feel like the branching timeline is, is because what's of happening. This. It, it, I, because mind you, in Loki, he is saying. I don't know what happens after this moment, and then that's what leads to the branching. So does it wasn't that fact, happen at the same time as I Doc think, is doing this? I think what that's happens too much is, of a coincidence, though. It's not mean? because. What do you mean by that? How do you mean that it's a? It's too, yeah, much, too much of a coincidence. Yeah, that's what that you, you know. This you is have? the this is the moment that which are, that the um what was it he which are who he who remains was talking about. He hmm. goes, I don't know what happens after this moment, and he talks about it. Uh, like as if he's seeing something or he knows something's happening inside of the thing. And then that's when he starts going the time, which uh, the timeline is branching. Like everything is branching. Mm-hmm. You guys can either deal with it or you guys can kill with me, kill mm-hmm. me. What do you want to do? Not only that, but then when Loki comes back to the natural timeline, mm-hmm. he then sees that a new King is kind of taken over mm-hmm. and they're allowing the branches to break free. Mm-hmm. So, I think that this is Kang's plan. That Kang is allowing madness to go through the multiverse and he's not chopping any anything else. And what he wanted was Doctor Strange. And I think that Strange made a bargain. With mm-hmm. Kang? Ah, oh, that's too far. Maybe, but know. it's not because Strange. Or what is if no- Kang made a deal with Mephisto? But the thing is that we know that Strange isn't stranger to making a bargain in order to save the that's in true. order to save his universe. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. That's a hundred percent true. But it just all of this kind of feels like it's way too because I felt like the original, like phase one, phase two, and phase three, all the movies led to something. You know, right. this yeah. is going to be the one. Is this the first movie that's going to deal with the t- with phase four? Because Black Widow didn't. Black Widow no, was more of a prequel. This will be the first. Yeah. This, this will be the first. This one. will be the first. So movie then moving forward for phase. Mm, no. Four? No, because Eternals. Oh but yeah, we're gonna get Eternals, Eternals come out. Eternals comes out before it. Before it, yeah, because we get Shang Chi next week. Oh. Or this week by this time this podcast comes cause, out. Because I think that when you see Wong leaving, mm-hmm. I think he's going to Shang Chi. Yeah. Because Shang Chi. Because so Shang Chi happens right after like months at least after Endgame. So I kind of have a feeling, and and I know we have to wrap up soon, mm-hmm. and I right. should have mentioned this before, Shang-Chi comes out next week. Right. That's the first official Phase 4 movie. So that's right. what sucks so, about this tra- Spider-Man trailer coming out. Because it took all the air <laughs> out of Shang-Chi. Yeah, all the hype for Shang-Chi is out the oh. window now. But now how much is... I wouldn't say... It did, dude. It did, that's the yeah, because I forgot. People, yeah, yeah. No one's no one's talking about no, Shang Chi. No one's talking about seeing Shang Chi right now. But that's the ba- okay. Now Shang Chi then needs to have something that connects it to Phase Four because if it Black Widows itself, no one's gonna care. But I don't think it will. I you think that there's gonna be something important? I, in here? I think I think there's something important in here because I because the Mandarin is. The Mandarin and the Ten Rings are something that... That's very important. They, they're very important, but also, if you go by the comic books, they are almost as important as the as the Infinity, Infinity Stones. Stones. Yeah. But 
but they're treating them differently in here. That's so the I don't dangerous know. part. Yeah. But the thing, Loki but said we don't that. Know, but we don't know how they're being treated. That's true. We're, yeah. we're getting we're getting glimpses of mm-hmm. what they're doing, but we're not. But they haven't explained what they do. Yeah. Because that could just be a preference of the user. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it could just be a preference of the user mm-hmm. and not necessarily their power. Mm-hmm. So, like you could use them in that fighting in mm-hmm. the in the fighting style that you know the Mandarin and also Shang Chi are using them for. But also, what about if they amplify you? What about if they're like mm-hmm. strength amplifying and mm-hmm. their ability amplifying and reality? Yeah. How luck? important is Shang Chi going to be to Phase Four? Now that we're really thinking about this, because that would really suck mm-hmm. that if this trailer and it, oh, that would really suck. Now that I think about it. This deflated the anticipation for Shang-Chi. It did. Because it did. It, it, did. it really but did. But like now, because now that you mentioned, I forgot about it, mm-hmm. be honest. But now I'm interested because you have that scene where Wong is leaving into a portal. Is mm-hmm. he going there to fight Abomination? Is he just going on to do something else? What is that purpose of Wong being in that scene fighting abomination there I, has to be something specific about I that I feel that Chang Chi is going to be like Mortal Kombat it's going to be the Mandarin is stepping down and it's whoever who is going to take his place and try to claim the 10 rings wild theory what uh-huh. if the Mandarin now that the multiverse has technically opened up what if because abomination technically he's alive does he exist in this universe? Yeah, Abomination. Abomination yeah. survives the Base. end. Of, he yeah. survives the end. Yeah, he's. he's but does he arrested. exist in this universe? Yeah. Yes, because uh, what was it? They even they uh, they even talk about it in Luke Cage of that was it, it, of uh, the Hulk destroying Harlem. That's him fighting Abomination. Huh. Yeah. And he didn't kill him. He just basically he knocked, knocked him, him out. out. And yeah. then he and mm-hmm. then he reverted he's... back to a witch hunt. Mm-hmm. He, he reverted back. And then that's why they changed his look because the director said it shows the progression of the Marvel Universe of where we're at. That basically Abomination's ab- been alive for years. Yeah, all and I'm gonna he's s- been like changing. All, all I'm going to say is that Shang Chi needs to have a bit of a Kang tease because if you're saying that Phase Four's threat is going to be Kang. If you want to make it relevant, you can't just have a side story that at that, that at the end of the day doesn't matter. No, but that that also, I think that what if is bigger than we think. What if the the the? I think that the 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 herb that they introduced in what if, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a major part inside. I think that's oh, going to be season, mentioned in, in episode in, two. In episode two, I do think that's going to be that's going to be brought up in Eternals. Possibly, I feel, I feel like that's a that's going to be brought up in Eternals. I feel like things that are talked about inside of these what if episodes are going to be brought up in future Marvel things because why oh, bring up no. why bring up these certain things mm-hmm. without having without having them come up yeah. or so that way you you understand them or anything like that that way when you see it on the t- on the screen you're like oh I remember that and you know then what if also has a higher value to it and everything else. It just hit me that if Shang Chi, ah, man, Shang Chi would go to waste if it literally tries to just kind of Black Widow itself. Because well, like, also remember, Shang Chi was supposed to come out before Loki, yeah, and everything else. Shang Chi was supposed to be coming out right. COVID after. really messed everything up, as yeah. of like scheduling wise, because we were supposed to get Black Widow. Before in 2019, yeah, we were supposed to get Black Widow before all the Marvel shows. Technically, Black Widow out. wasn't a Phase Four movie, was it? No, it, it was, was. It was supposed to be the, the send off. Yeah, mm-hmm. the send off of Phase, phase Four or Phase mm-hmm. Three. Yeah, you're yeah. right. 
So I wonder what's going to happen in Shang-Chi. It would be very interesting to see Shang-Chi. I would love this. If Shang-Chi hints at certain Spider-Man events and then Eternals explains certain things that are going to be happening in phase four, what it's going to lead up to, what is the importance of it and all these different things. Mm -hmm. Thanos, we didn't deal with him because we can't technically deal with things that aren't, what is it called, deviants? But even though he's a deviant. They'll probably explain it a little bit more. I feel like Eternals, the Eternals trailer was just kind of hype. Let's go into this kind of mindset that Shang-Chi is more than what we believe it to be. Right. It is a very dangerous thing to do that, though, because if it isn't more than what it is, you're going to have people coming out of that theater going like, well, that kind of sucked, mm -hmm. even though the movie could have been better, mm -hmm. you know, because we're technically getting our first not really super powered superhero kind of has powers but he doesn't really because what it kind of sounds like is that the Eternals takes place what I think six months after the events of Endgame yeah mm -hmm. so it's six months after the events mm -hmm. of Endgame and Shang-Chi Shang-Chi is supposed to happen I think a couple of months mm -hmm. afterwards. afterwards so they're still dealing with the whole revival of people coming back from the I think, snap and I stuff think technically uh, No Way Home because No Way Home takes place minutes after uh, was it Spider-Man 2 we think Unless, unless it's minutes after and then it speeds up. And then it and skips. It skips a couple months or years. I still want to see Charlie Cox. Oh, he's going to be there. You think so? I have a strong feeling. You, you can't. There's been so many teases of Charlie Cox being in this movie that it's like, you again, Alfred Molina was teased and teased and teased until Feige said, okay, here you go. Green Goblin teased, teased, and teased until they even admitted I, it in the trailer. I, mean, I, I understand that and I hope that that's right because Hell's Kitchen is real close to Queens and it would make sense if Tom Holland needed a lawyer that was the person to get him out I don't care if he's not in the Daredevil suit that would be great because that, for him that would to just come sense. in and be like that would be such a great inclusion where <laughs> what Tom year? Holland just literally is like sitting there he's like oh we provided you with a uh, public, public uh, defender a public defender he's like oh great who, who is he Charlie Cox walks in there with like a cane blind he's like Give me a blind but, lawyer. No, but not only that, but also I think that would be interesting because inside the trailer, there is a scene where they all get arrested. Yeah. And then he's being questioned. Then there's a scene of him being out on bail. Yeah. How did he get out of bail? It, I don't give me Daredevil. Just give us Charlie Cox. I don't just confirm that Charlie Cox is in the world. Yeah. That's it. That'd be dope. I'd a hundred percent agree. So it seems like people are expecting. So Shang-Chi does, it obviously does take place after Endgame. Right. Uh, they're saying though, it could take place. So Endgame is the year set in Endgame is 2023. Uh, it looks like they say Shang-Chi might take place within that same year after Endgame or a year after Endgame. So it's either 2023 or 2024. It needs to so, have references to Phase yeah. Four. Yeah, though. but the, so that would because Eternals takes place a couple months after. Mm -hmm. Because they even mentioned, I think, I think they even said six months ago. Yeah, because they noticed that now that Thanos is gone, and then also it's awoken. And it's then a, it's the Avengers, most of the Avengers are gone. Yeah, and the, and not only that, but also it's awoken a celestial mm -hmm. in the Earth, mm -hmm. which obviously they succeed because Chang mm -hmm. Chi happens. Uh, <laughs> Oh, is the yeah. is the celestial the celestials in Fing, Earth. is it yeah. is it Fing Fang? It's not Fing Fang Longer, however you pronounce that, right? No, not, it's not no. Fing Fang Fu. No. Okay. No. But I think Fing Fang Fu does show up in. By the way, that's the name of the dragon. Well, the Shang Chi, yeah, Shang, it shows up as Shang Chi, but they're not calling it Fing Fang Fu. They're calling it the Great Protector. Yeah, they're calling it the Great Protector because mm. Fing Fang Fu is racist as hell. Oh, man. <laughs> 
That's a shame. It's, it's, it, it's a fun stuff. name, but I get it. No, yeah, yeah that's, I'm not arguing that. <laughs> so yeah. like, Honestly, I don't. I, 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 I mean, I personally don't have a problem with. It. I think that just it kind of sounds like a dope name for a dragon. Yeah, but uh, I, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just basically covering their bases. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I do get it. Let's go ahead and wrap up this topic. Okay. Right, uh, right, last right, thoughts right. on the uh, No Way Home trailer. Go ahead. Um, I'm just excited. Um, obviously, I just want to see how this movie is going to play out. The one thing I do want to see, obviously, is uh, Spider-Man. I just want to see Spider-Man in it. You know, I want to see all of them inter- interact. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I want to see, I thought you said, I want to see Spider-Man. I'm like, obviously, you're going to no, see Spider-Man. No, men. <laughs> I want to see. Obviously. And no way home, I want to see them, Spider-Man. I want to see them address Tobey Maguire shooting webs out of his hands. <laughs> like, not having web shooters, but. Uh, is, <laughs> like, it, is it wrong? It, I, honestly, I do want the, not the Civil War, the, the Winter Soldier scene where they're all sitting around talking. Mm-hmm. Like just like they they like they're on the run everything mm-hmm. like that and then like there's like a scene there's like a five to ten minute scene where they just sit and talk mm-hmm. and I honestly do like the idea of an older Spider-Man mm-hmm. trying to teach Spider-Man mm-hmm. Jake Johnson, huh? Jake Johnson, that's what <laughs> he does. Yeah, that's true. Who, who Jake, Jake Johnson, Pi- Spider-Man, Peter, Peter B. Parker in Spider-Verse. Uh, uh, yeah, right, right. he doesn't know Jake Johnson. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, just say Nick. Just say Nick. Nick Miller. Yeah. Just say Nick Miller. Nick Miller. Yeah. yeah. No, but I, but I, I, I wouldn't mind kind of seeing like a Tobey Maguire trying to mentor this, mm-hmm. even if it's a reluctant mentor. Yeah. And everything else, and I think that would be kind of interesting, uh, even if also like you know Tobey Maguire, because Tobey Maguire is a great inventor. He, you can see that because mm-hmm. he's he builds his, he builds his suit in like a closet mm-hmm. with a bunch of scraps. Uh, <laughs> Tony Stark was able to build it in a cave. Speaking about that, what would be really great is if these are kind of like older Spider-Men to see their fighting styles, because everyone has a different fighting style. Exactly. You know, a different way of the way of the spider. They all have different ways in that sense. Like Toby's Spider-Man is very much like agile and like wall, he's the wall crawler Spider-Man version. Like he can get you and he'll sneak attack you pretty much. But he but he he sneak attacks and then he jumps on you and punches the heck out of you. Exactly. Andrew Garfield, gadget. I think, was more. It was the gadget guy, but he was also the skater guy. He was very yes. much like the cool moves, and he'll like jump over a hood of a car and mm-hmm. like do the, but like from and different say angles. crotch and just has crotch straight to your face. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so like he's that type of guy, right? Yeah. And then Tom Holland still hasn't developed the way of the spider. He mostly uses his webs. Yeah. He, he but he doesn't. He hasn't delivered like no, a solid no, punch. He well, you see that more in. I, I feel far like he's more. Of a, I feel like he's more of the thinker though. Yeah, yeah, but he hasn't like even in Spider-Man Two, he still technically didn't like he runs away he from a lot of no, stuff. Well, that's the thing. he hasn't established his fighting style. Yet. Yeah. yeah, so it'd be really cool for these guys to kind of show mm-hmm. Tom Holland the mm-hmm. way it, if they if they mention it, but the I, way of the spider. But no, no, no that that would be kind of sick. And mm-hmm. I also think it would be really interesting if the black suit is a suit that all of them helped make. Ooh, yeah, I like that. If the black suit is mm-hmm. more of a, uh, they all tinkered with it. Yeah, and it's it has gadgets to take on yeah. the Sinister Six. Yeah, definitely. Like I these, love that. Oh, all, I love that. Actually. Yeah, like uh, it's a suit that basically has it, it has like amplifiers yeah. so that way you can take on Electro. Yeah, like it, it can't be there in the final fight. So they're like, we'll make you a suit that helps you out and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And especially with Tony Stark's equipment, it yeah. should be relatively easy to mm-hmm. do. Uh, I'll just give my one minute thought because I know we're out of time. But mm-hmm. uh, for me, I am just I, I 
I feel like this trailer just kind of quenched my thirst. There's a lot more I'm excited for. Yeah. Uh, honestly, because it's 20... You thirsty bitch. I'm, I am. For Spider-Man, I am. I... Oh, man, just, just... I would... More. <laughs> more, Feige, please. More. <laughs> Face, neck, and chest. Uh, basically. <laughs> um, but no, I, it, this, I think this trailer was 25% true. I think that there were a lot of edits done that, you know, we probably are just kind of they're just lying to us so that way we when we go into the movie we're like oh my god that wasn't there that wasn't there what i'm most excited for is i feel like this movie is going to pay respect to people that have followed the spider-man movies heavily and really want to see a final good wrap-up to you know characters that we all grew up with you don't just show alfred molina doc ock in this trailer or the goblin grenade with Willem Dafoe's laugh in the background. You don't do that without paying proper homage to like these movies. And as far as we know, Marvel has done a great job with these other franchises as well and respecting their origins and, you know, where they come from their source, you know, the source material that comes behind it. Um, I do want to see Jake Johnson with the Spider-Man shirt. That's a big one that, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a big cameo, but Mm -hmm. I will say this. If Mephisto is mentioned in this one, at any point, I will stand up in the theater and point at both of you guys and be like, who was fucking right now? Okay, then I'm not watching it with you. <laughs> we'll, we'll watch it by ourselves. Yeah. We'll watch it separately. I'm letting you know right now, Mephisto's already been mentioned in the movies. Yes, but he... When? I don't know. Okay, Brian, you got me. When, tell me when. Avengers. In the first one? When? Uh, what was it? He is mentioned in the documents that are handed to Captain America about the Tesseract. I gotta look that up. Ooh, yeah. Be, it's the original plot line that was uh, meant for Phase One. Mm. Okay, but that doesn't confirm that's gonna like. It, it you're changed. just protecting yourself at this point. I know. You're just. <laughs> he's just like. He's like. I just. In case you're right, I just don't I just, want. Yeah. I don't. I don't want you to be a hundred percent. Throw right, that out of your face. You know. <laughs> I, have, I have the suitcase for the Phase One, the entire movie collection, mm-hmm. the actual suitcase there, but yeah, I haven't nerd. opened the files. In the in, in the files that uh, was it? If you look at the scene. Where in the first Avengers, when Fury hands Rogers the file, uh-huh. the very bottom it says Tesseract that was once held by Mephisto. Okay, I'll look it up. Sorry, that didn't mean to. No, I'll look it up. Um, but I think that should wrap up my thoughts. <laughs> An hour and all. 50 now. <laughs> uh, technically, we spent two minutes doing that stuff. So we, let's go ahead and close it out, guys. I will say before we close out, I have been in every issue of this podcast. Never once have I missed one. Now I just thought about next that week. I'm going to make sure you don't show up next week. <laughs> issue 63. Yeah, issue 63. No, issue 69. You're not going to be here. <laughs> not the good number. That's the fun number. I'm going to watch you limp in. <laughs> so Brian going to make it, guys. Just here, Brian. Nope. Just not no. him. <laughs> uh, but thank you guys for watching this issue and or listening to this issue of uh, Keeping Up With The Nerds. Uh, don't forget, we do have a website, keepingupwiththenerds.com, where you can find all the up-to-date information on things that uh, we post up. There is a new video on our YouTube called uh, That One Guy. It's a little short that <laughs> yeah. we produced. And by the time this comes out, there should hopefully be another one. I do have more time this week to like edit a couple other ones. Yeah. So keep an eye out, guys, on our YouTube channel if you haven't subscribed yet. They're, I, in my opinion... Really good uh, little short videos. We have fun with them. So uh, we actually yeah. had fun doing this one. Yeah, this, this new one, one that we're doing. This one's great. So yeah. <laughs> um, you know, go on, subscribe, uh, find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, thank you guys for the Apple Podcast reviews. Uh, I've seen that uh, we have like yeah. 
three or four or five oh, really? five-star reviews. So cool. thank you guys. Hey. Yeah, no. <laughs> thank you guys. And our analytics are showing that we're being picked up more in other you know parts of the, the world. So Why wouldn't we be? <laughs> thank you, guys. Uh, at one point, if I do see that there's a lot of like listener viewership, we probably will host like a Q&A portion of it. Uh, we are planning something big for November uh, where we do want to showcase a couple other creators as well. That's something that's in the works. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Um, I don't. I think that's about it, right? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. The Nerdy Planet has been changed now, so we will be writing a couple articles in there, and there will be one that will be posted up soon uh, from one of our viewers, one of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the very bottom, and I'm going to start updating it a little bit more as well because there are 50-something issues that i got to go through, <laughs> there is a showcase of all the thumbnails in full resolution where you can see the thumbnails that are posted on YouTube, and it has links to the actual YouTube video that has the podcast. So if you guys want to see us there, you guys want to see the, you know, the thumbnails that I put work into – it is on the nerdy nerdy planet portion of the website. With that said, Nick, are you ready to wrap the show up? You know it. Let's do it. Okay. This has been Keeping Up with the Nerds, issue 62. My name is Nick Valero. This is Brian. Renee. Recording at Undercity Comics in Whittier, California. We want to thank everybody for listening to the issue. Hope to see you all 